Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. What does Colgate mean by live life to the brightest? Could it be a rich glass of red sipped inside a Parisian cafe on a snowy night when my gaze is met by a tall, mysterious... I mean, brushing is directed with Colgate Optic White Pro Series Toothpaste gives you a visibly whiter smile in just three days, so you can live life to the brightest and finish that glass without worrying about teeth stains. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. podcast i'm mike and i'm rusty rusty is eating a gigantic um cookies and cream cinnamon roll and it literally is so good i'm surprised (laughs) it's not on a schedule one fda atf cia drug list (laughs) so i saw that yesterday on instagram from a company here in town called baked bliss and um i showed it to to mason when i came in this morning and I said, man, have you seen this thing? And then we both looked at it. We both drooled a little bit. And I just got up and I ran out and got three warm ones. So. Oh, yeah. They are. This is uh, indescribable. Yeah, it's very good. Yeah, it's, it's very good. There's no words. Just flavors. Well, it's one of those big, fat cinnamon rolls, too. But it's it's actually kind of light, you know, for, for something so heavy, you would think. Yeah, it doesn't feel heavy at all. <clears throat> However, I'm getting the shakes now because I'm having some sugar withdrawals. All right, so we are at season three, episode 12, Three Coaches and a Bobby. This is uh, the football episode. Uh, I guess one of the football episodes because there's the later ones where they go to the uh, Houston Texans game and all that stuff. There's quite a um, few. Yeah, there's, there's a lot. Quite of football there's quite a few football games up. just because it's a part of Texas culture. This yeah. is the first. Uh, this is the first episode, I guess, that really shows the football culture of Texas off a little bit in a really heavy way. Uh, well, I think it shows from little all the way up, too. You know, it shows, like, like the how little kids get involved. You know, this is middle school football. Yeah, it's like sixth graders yeah. out there playing football. And not just playing football, like <laughs> eating mud. <laughs> like push-ups in the mud and yeah, being chased by Buick. So, we start this by uh, – uh, I, I just want to point out one thing here real quick that comes up several times in this episode. 
the, the boys, uh, that being Hank, Bill, Dale, and uh, Boomhauer, they're all standing in front of the middle school football bleachers watching a game. Or I guess yeah, practice. Yeah, yeah. They're watching practice. practice. Yeah, They're all drinking beer. When are they not drinking beer? Well, I understand that, but this is school property. Well, correct. Okay, yeah. Or no, this is the municipal field. It, it's probably because it's we probably find out a later. local. It's probably a city field. It's probably it is. The city or maintained by the city. But even still, you're not supposed to have a beer in those places. Well, I don't think around children's sports either. Maybe that's not a. It's probably not a smart idea, especially when uh, you know sometimes it goes from a children's baseball <laughs> game to a <laughs> an adult wrestling riot. match. Yeah, yeah right. an adult wrestling that's match. Right. Yeah, but, I thought this uh, was America. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, what I, what uh what I like about this episode though is it does it really shows a lot of that uh that crazy oh, the man. craziness that's yeah. behind yeah. football like the well you know, how insane people get and to be honest it. with you I mean it, when you're just talking about parents and kids and sports the parents just get nuts yeah it's just a game and and, screaming and, at referees and and it really instills in some of these kids that. Uh, end up being 40-year-old men. Like, mm. later on in their life, they end up being 40-year-old men that all they could talk mm-hmm. about was, hey, remember that senior year? Oh, man, you see how, remember how through that football? Like, that's <laughs> well, all they like, talk about until they... Until like, I took Arlen High to state. Yeah, <laughs> I took Arlen High to state. They're 40 years old, overweight. Well, it they're, reminds they're still me talking of, about going like, to Al Bundy. You know, is who it reminds me of. You know, oh, like, Married yeah. with Children. I mean, that's all they could ever talk <laughs> about was the great about. football game, you know? Because that was the, like... <clears throat> peak of his life oh yeah that was his peak yeah absolutely not mary and peggy it was his peak um wait is her name peggy also yeah her name is peggy holy <laughs> shit <laughs> okay wow that just Much hit me really more hard attractive she's a little more peggy. attractive yeah yeah a little Much more attractive, more attractive. Yeah. even in even in her uh aged uh, even in her do you she's, know she's, she's a singer she's released uh, several yeah, albums yeah. Uh, well, I, I just I watch a lot of Sons of Anarchy, mm. and I really liked her. In Sons She's of great Anarchy. in that too, yeah. And really then as as uh, Leela, isn't it on Futurama? Yeah, is it Leela? Futurama. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. She the, yeah. The, the, She's the on the Connors eye. right now. So. Oh, is she really? Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. She's yeah. Dan's new wife. Dan's new wife. Wow. I forget her name. I think her name is Louise. It doesn't matter. I I wish it was Peggy. <laughs> I wish just everything she was in, she was named Peggy. That would be. Is it, isn't the Connors the? Uh, it's a Roseanne spinoff. Roseanne, yeah, because okay. Roseanne went nuts on Ambien and called people racist things. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh Roseanne. Yeah, gotta she had it. Her. She had it good too. She was like royalty, you know. Yeah, you gotta love her. She was then comedy she went royalty. Full sours. Oh, she just went nuts. Yeah. yeah oh, it was the Ambien. Shut up. It was the CTE. She I take Ambien, and that ain't it. <laughs> <laughs> Once we slaps upside the head from John Goodman. <laughs> have y'all have y'all ever taken anything like that, like the ambient stuff? Uh, or any of the sleeping aids like that? Not not to go to sleep recreationally. Ambient? <laughs> yeah. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, I mean, every there's a lot of. There's stuff. no way not to go to sleep. I played the fifth. No, there's not. Yeah, I I take it on on the regular, and um, I have I have woken up many a morning, and there's different things just around the house, and different yeah. things have been done. So uh, I've never grabbed my keys and gone for a drive, which well, that's I'm a good very thing. happy about. That's a good yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah, I would be dead. Okay, so we start in front of the bleachers, all four guys uh, standing there uh, drinking and uh, watching practice. Hank says, Bobby looks pretty good in that uniform. Everybody, of course, has to agree because, Bobby, there's no way he looks good in that yep, uniform. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says, I think Cougars have a chance this year. Everybody says, nope. And that's it. And then we go to credits. Uh, we got no bell, no yell. No bell, no yell. Um, here first, folks. So the first, the first uh, scene we see uh, Hank 
going out with the boys um, at an overpass or a drainage ditch, I guess, really. Uh, and Wolves, number one, has been spray-painted in graffiti on the side of this thing. Yep. Uh, it, it also, there is a reoccurring name that shows up in this graffiti. The name is Crunky, K-R-U-N-K-Y. Okay. I don't know what Crunky is. But um, I'm assuming it's either an inside joke or a mascot, something yeah, like Crunky, like Crunky the armadillo, or something. so he, well, he could be Crunky the armadillo. <laughs> That's actually it a could decent be. mascot. I like yeah. that. And he just gets crunk. <coughs> That's it. Uh, so it's all he knows oh, is the crunk. They are kind of going through a uh, a fence, and and you know how drainage ditches are. If you don't live in Texas, I, I'm sure you have the equivalent where you are. Uh, these drainage ditches and little overpasses. <clears throat> that get a lot of um, uh, graffiti and things on them because kids are down there doing whatever. And so what we come to understand is that the Wolves and the Cougars have this huge rivalry, and the Wolves have tagged the drainage ditch first is yeah, what I'm yeah, seeing yeah. here, right? So uh, <clears throat> they're, they're all like, oh, sh you know, going through the fence and everything. And then Dale, of course, who has an entire ski mask, the whole the – whole Get up the whole on. Dale, yeah. He licks the paint and tastes it and goes, paint. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to, whatever that you means. You had to taste it. Uh, then Bill, of course, gets his uh, wife beater caught on the fence. Uh, and uh, Hank and the boys, like I say, are uh, they're, they're sneaking around there. He says, boys, the Welton, Welton, the Welton wolves have already put their mark on this bridge. Now, what does a cougar do when a wolf comes into his neck of woods? And Bobby says, beats him in football? Yeah, <laughs> he's, the he's obvious like, answer. He's like, uh, yeah, it, that's where I was going to end up, Bobby. <laughs> now, you Cougars can't be winners until you act like winners, and winners paint bridges. And so he throws the, the spray paint at Bobby because they're all just like, yeah. And uh, he goes, here you go, winner. And the spray paint just falls through Bobby's hands and goes down into the drainage ditch. I just think it's, I just think it's so weird, too, because uh, this is a thing I remember from you know being a teenager, too. And having adults coerce you into spray painting things, mm. like why you had adults coerce you well, not into coerce. spray painting things? It, well, not really coerce. <laughs> I'm not gonna reveal any names. That's a but weird thing. Like I had a Courage? friend whose dad. Well, I had a friend whose dad. Uh, Lots of wrought iron. He uh, there was like a train bridge near their house. Yeah, and uh, that's kind of what this is. Yeah, one night he was bridge, like, man. "Hey, y'all want to go down there and go spray paint down on the by the train bridge." <laughs> And I was like, "What?" That's like, I mean, that's probably like a, a individual experience. I imagine like, it doesn't happen often. He's like, "Hey, y'all want to go down there and spray paint on the on the bridge, and we can take our pants off, and we can run around in circles." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds great, Uncle Dave. Uh, okay, so <clears> he <throat> drops the paint. He says, "Boys, important thing to remember is you're from Ireland, and Ireland once had a great team." And here we get our flashback to uh, the teenage days of Hank and Bill and Dale and Boomhauer. Um, yeah, this is the first time you get to see that Bill was this mm -hmm. like, long-haired, muscular, just uh, we see the uh, Nordic god. <laughs> he was he was something. Uh, we see the scoreboard first, and it says Arlen eighteen, San Marcos twenty. Which San Marcos is a real place around here. It is. Um, it's in between San Antonio and Austin. Yeah. And then the other thing, at the bottom of this scoreboard, we see uh, Manitoba cigarettes and good team tires. Good so team those tires. Are your, those are your two advertisers that you see later are gone from the scoreboard. Please don't forget to rotate them every <laughs> thousand miles. Well, I just love that it's Manitoba <laughs> cigarettes and rubber tires. That's just the best. 
So I like, yeah, I like I like seeing like cigarette companies get involved in like youth <laughs> sports. <laughs> so uh, it, Hank is he's got this flashback going. He's telling the kids he goes. We were behind by two, but luckily we had the finest strategist to ever come out of Heimlich County, Whitey Sowers. And then you see Coach Sowers, who uh, he's dressed like a, a 60s football coach, you know, white yeah, yeah. white short sleeve shirt, tie on, everything's all buttoned up. He's got the buzz Isn't cut. Isn't it a trilby? Isn't that the kind of hat that, uh, what's his name, used to wear? Uh, uh, Tom Landry? Yeah, Tom so Landry. What are you thinking about? I don't know. Whatever that hat was, I that's what it reminds it was a me fedora. of. Oh, or fedora, maybe that's what it was. I don't know. Whatever the hat was that he. Well, he wore. didn't have a hat on in this. No, I know he does that buzz but, cut. But whenever you see Tom Landry without oh, his yeah. hat, it's yeah, the yeah, buzz yeah, cut. Yeah, yeah. Sure. It's that square box, like oh. Blah, blah, blah. Oh yeah, very much so. A lot of coaches look yeah. like this in the '60s. Uh, he says, "Now, how we're going to win state is if we don't go to state. Now, get out there and get me to state. You get us to state, and I guarantee I'll kiss every one of you little pansies right on the mouth. Let's go." You know he's Which is by, just right? a really odd thing to say. Yeah. No. Who who is he? Phil Hendry. Oh, okay. Great. Of the Phil Hendry show. Of the Phil Hendry show. Yeah, from 1990s. I don't know what the Phil Hendry show is. I think it's a radio show. Was what it? Is, what is our uh, what is yeah. It's a very common thing. Sometimes you just name a show after yourself. <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel Live. Jimmy Fallon, the Elvis Duran show. Well, you got to yeah. think to be yeah. a single individual on a TV show like that, there's a certain amount of ego that goes into it. Yeah. Like David Letterman, David Letterman, everything on his show, when you go back and research it, had to be, he's there. on. T he really had a mm. big part of everything yeah. that happened with the whole show, and if he didn't like it, he threw it out. That's why when people submitted jokes to him, he would read a thousand jokes and pick ten. And he would throw out sure. everybody else's stuff. So sure. you know when you're listening, you're listening for your joke, and you don't hear it, and you're like, "Damn, I suck that bad." David Letterman <laughs> wouldn't pick my joke. I'm gonna know, so. I'm gonna start a show with just an exclamation mark, and it's just gonna be Mike. That's what it's gonna be called. Mike. Mike. <laughs> it's just gonna be called Mike. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'm gonna do, but I'll figure that out later. It'll be great. Uh, so he's screaming at him, and uh, we. This is when we see teenage Hank, uh, Boomhauer as the quarterback. By the way. Uh, Bill, uh, who we then see uh, a guard. after they yeah after they score, he takes his helmet off and he's got the long flowing locks like you said. Yeah, but he's got a lot of, he's got a lot of acne also. Yeah, a lot, I noticed. A lot of yeah acne. he's got a lot of acne. Uh, and so uh, Boomhauer is behind the center. San Marcos is in red and white. Arlen is in blue and white, and uh, they are there. Uh, Arlen has the ball. Uh, the quarterback is Boomhauer, and he, like dang old Blitz ain't playing the fake handoff to Hank, come around Blitz fake reserve uh, hike, and, and then yeah. uh, you see Peggy in the uh, in the stands. She's like yeah, uh, because uh, she uh, always screams. Uh, and uh, then we see uh, the the ball get thrown down to uh, to Hank. Mm -hmm. And and him get tack, uh, him go all the way into the end zone, get blocked for by Bill and all that, and so it's a big big deal. As they are running to the end zone, we see Dale as a towel boy on the sidelines, yeah. of course, and then they they score. It's a big thing. Everybody piles on Hank, and then Coach Sauer runs up to Bill, or doesn't run. I'm sure he strides up to Bill and kisses him square on the lips uh, as a celebration of this touchdown, which. Brings up a lot of uh, homoerotic sort of yeah. football-y, touch-your-butt kind yeah, of things. Weird stuff. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, and then it goes back to, uh, it goes back from the flashback, and uh, Bill says, 
damn, that man could coach. Yeah. <laughs> Just after, he got, after he's thinking about getting kissed on the lips. Yeah, man, man can coach. Bobby says, oh, how romantic. And Hank, of course, is like, what? Oh, yeah, Bobby's – this is my favorite line of the whole show. <laughs> there, He said that mom was there and she saw you make that play, and then right after that game she canceled a day with that guy who ended up building all those airports. <laughs> Hank's like – just paint the dang Just bridge. Just paint the dang bridge, boy. The next day, we are uh, are uh, we are at the football field. Uh, now yeah. it is Cougars two, Wolves fourteen, and we see that the current scoreboard mm-hmm. only lists the Arlen Parks and Rec department. So there's no more Manitoba. There's no mm. more good 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 team tires. Nope. So uh, the boys are uh, dirty on the bench, uh, sitting there. This is a game going on. Bobby, of course, has his mittens on, uh, and starts to get up and do a little uh-huh, uh-huh dance on top of the on top of the uh, bench. Yeah, he did a little little, little uh, dance. Hank is out there, just yeah, way to go, way to go. Uh, and Bobby looks at, uh, at one of the kids on the bench and says, "We need to blitz more. I haven't done my sack dance all day." He's saying this to another one of the players. And uh, Hank says, settle down, Bobby. That's the kind of attitude that drove Mark Gastineau into boxing. So, I want to explain to you who Mark Gastineau is. Yeah, who is Neither Mark one of you know Gastineau. who Mark Gastineau no, is, I correct? Have no clue. Okay, that's what no. I thought. All right. So, Marcus Del Gastineau, born November 20th, 1956, is an American former football player who was a defensive end for the New York Jets from 79 to 88. This guy... He was he was part of uh, a really really good defense for the Jets. This is when the Jets had a resurgence, kind of, um, you know. Origi- I know who he is now. Yeah, originally yeah, yeah. the Jets were really good with um, uh, Joe Namath, and then they fell into hard times, and then they they made this resurgence again. Um, he was part of something called the New York Sack Exchange. Uh, it was him and uh, Klecko and Marty Lyons and uh, Abdul Sablam. Um, it says the four combined for 66 sacks in 81, including 20 by Gastineau. 20 sacks in one season, which is a That's damn crazy. fine number. In 1981, sacks were unofficial, but Gastineau's 20 sacks trailed Klecko by only half a sack. So both of those guys had 20-plus sacks And you know what's crazy about that is that uh, – since the, t- the statistic wasn't recorded then, mm-hmm. there's guys that get get like the accolades and stuff for oh, having sure. the records and yeah. stuff, and they forget about like the other like 50, 60 years worth of football before all yeah. those particular because they change at, like they change what statistics they recorded and kept over the years. So so like what's well, like now now every like literally if they like one of them picks their nose on the field, mm-hmm. they have the the statistic of how many times they. What's well, like nose. in basketball? It's like you crazy know, stats now. In basketball, when they invented the three point line you know yeah, yeah, all yeah, those yeah. guys that played before they didn't have those kind of stats no they know? didn't and now that and now the guys are stepping to the three-point line and further and beyond and just chunking it there's so many threes that are thrown now it's like the, the two-point game is no longer even there no uh and so uh anyway he he was part of the the sack exchange he was able to go and ring the opening bell at the stock exchange the whole thing i mean he was like toast of the town yeah, kind yeah. Of king. you know these these guys were were massive and and very very uh, menacing. Um, Klecko, his teammate, ruptured his patella mm. uh, in the short striking season or strike shortened season of 1982. Uh, and so Gastineau became like the leader of the defense all of a sudden. And I, he wasn't really, um, I don't think he was really ready to take over the defensive uh, leadership. 
And so, uh, but he did appear uh, on the cover of Sports Illustrated with Lawrence Taylor. I don't know if you've ever heard of Lawrence Taylor, but huge yeah. defensive player for the New York Giants at the time. Uh, anyway, in 1986, in the playoffs against Bernie Kosar and the Cleveland Browns, uh, which Bernie Kosar was a fantastic quarterback, I hated his guts, uh, Gastineau uh, was called for a roughing, uh, roughing the passer penalty. Because he came through, and I mean, he creamed Kozar. Yeah. I mean, creamed him. And <clears throat> so the ref uh, called this penalty on him. And then after the uh, uh, after the game, Marty Lyons, another one of the guys, said that uh, the referee Ben Dreith, D R E I T H Dreith Dreith, uh, he said called him a referee who's known to take care of the quarterback. Right? You know, quote unquote. Uh, and so, anyway, the, the coach said it was a very key play. Mark was just trying to do the best he could, blah, blah, blah. So there was a big upset thing about, you know, how he busted up Bernie Kosar. In 1987, Gasno was the only Jet regular to immediately cross the picket line in that year's player strike. Yeah, they had a player strike. So this year, started yeah. his – Almost his, set the whole NFL down, didn't it? Yeah, it did. And this, this, uh, this started his downfall. Um, when he crossed the picket line, he said he needed to pay, pay alimony, so he had to get a check. And I can't. I'm assuming that at this time they weren't being paid nearly never understood as alimony. much. But anyway. I, I never understood the like the the whole like theory and ideology behind alimony. And that's what that's what Mike is going to be about. We'll the just alimony. discuss alimony. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just a reminder: alimony is what you pay someone after you divorce yes. them, right? Yeah. Is it continuous or? It can be. Yeah, until they get married again or something like that. Yeah. Why Depends on how much of a succubus they are. But uh, <laughs> I mean, that's. Yeah, it's child it's, support makes sense. I don't alimony's kind of alimony's stupid. not really a thing here in Texas. I mean, there are some people who have to pay it, but it's yeah. not a regular thing. States like California, it is a it, it's on the regular. I mean, yeah, it it's is a, a common, regular thing. Yeah, yeah it makes it's sense. very common. That's yeah. why people just don't get married in California. So <laughs> just <laughs> dodge just the bullet. They, dodge they don't the bullet do that before anymore. it hits yeah. you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, he, he was called uh, a bad teammate because he was always putting himself in front of the team yeah. for crossing the picket line. Come to find out, I mean, a lot of guys crossed the picket line after a while because they all needed Everybody to get paid. Everybody got to get paid. You get hungry after a while. But anyway, he led the AFC in sacks. Uh, and that's when they weren't getting paid shit either. Right, into, into 88. And then in the 1988 season, about uh, a, a short way into it, he announced his retirement, like just out of the blue. Yeah. He was dating Brigitte Nielsen. Do y'all know who that is? I do know who that is. She, she was the one that also dated Flavor Flav. She not only that, but she <laughs> also dated um, the guy from Rocky Four. Um, I will break you. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Ivan, Ivan Drago. Yeah, yeah. I, she was in. I think the original Punisher movie with him, or she was Red Sonja something like or that. something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Anyway, um, she she <laughs> he was engaged to her. He uh, announced his retirement and uh, because she claimed to be suffering from cancer of the uterus. Mm. Now, come to find out, there was an investigation done by New York Papers saying that she wasn't telling the truth. Oh, <laughs> so, so, lying about so it. Damn, it was all this terrible. weird shit that going on, you know, weird. with the yeah, two of them. Weird. And so Gastineau, he, he, he retired as the all-time leader in sacks, and, uh, you know, that's since been been wiped out but anyway in 1981 after his retirement uh so he retired in 81 uh, 88 and then he started this in 91 he became uh a boxer 
Uh, he he boxed for five years. In his first fight, Gastineau knocked out Derek Dukes in the first round. Dukes, a professional wrestler who later admitted he took a dive to 60 Minutes, uh, said he fought Gastineau and was told to take dives to make Gastineau look good. You know, uh, so I don't want to interrupt you. That, no, 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 no. You're good. That's really yeah. the story of Mark Gastineau. That's yeah. that's he became kind of a. You're talking about exhibition boxing and stuff yeah. like that with football players. Uh, that's been a recent like thing. So they had uh, yeah, right now in, it's they, TikTokers. They or had no, no, no. They had Le'Veon Bell. They had NFL play like retired NFL mm-hmm. or like NFL football players doing this. So they had Le'Veon Bell, mm-hmm. uh, former running back of the Pittsburgh Steelers, and Adrian Peterson. I don't even have <laughs> yeah. to like. Yeah. He's sure. yeah. He speaks for himself. Yeah. Uh, Le'Veon Bell not. Knocked him out in an exhibition. They boxed and he really? and he knocked him out. And then I think there was one with Frank Gore too, which is was also he was a jet. He was also a jet. Yeah, Frank uh, Gore. Frank Gore. Yeah, long time. He was like the oldest. Uh, uh, he was like a thirty-nine-year-old running back, I think, when he retired. Wow. But uh, he was boxing too. They said, uh, "Hold on, let me see." It was so, funny. Yeah, yeah. He boxed. He had a pro boxing, and he had a high. He's got a highlight reel knockout. <laughs> I just remember Mark Gastineau as being like a real embarrassment. You know, he was like toast of the town to yeah. complete embarrassment. Yeah, uh, it happens. And so when Deshaun Watson, and so when toast of the town, Deshaun Watson's a whole different thing. But uh, I, I can't. I, that guy. Well, that's a whole different I thing. Just can't still, with you know, he was the toast of the town whenever he, went to, when he got I there. Just, I just can't. Um, so, uh, th- anyway, when, when Hank mentions, uh, that, uh, you don't want to do that by, by causing all the sacks and wanting to blitz more and you don't want to be like Mark Gastineau. Yep. So that, that hopefully that makes a little more sense now. Uh, Peggy is, uh, uh, with Wendy in the stands. Wendy, I don't think we ever see Wendy again, do we? Mm, not that, <clears throat> not that I can recall. Okay. No, I don't think, I don't think so. So Peggy's screaming, do not just stand there scratching Coach Maxwell. You're not going to find any good plays up there. And then uh, Wendy. Yeah, I didn't really like this Coach Maxwell. <laughs> Wendy, poor Coach Maxwell. You find out later he's really been crapped on. Uh, Wendy says, Maxwell, you suck. And, and Peggy says, now, Wendy, honey, that is over the line. You need specific criticism, not just generalities. Again, all of these women are drinking in the stands. All of them. All well, of them are drinking Alamo in the stands well, at a it's children's a, football game. It's a, it's a Texas thing. <laughs> like back at the baseball fields as a kid, no. there was just a, there was just adults drinking really? beer. Yeah, I don't remember that at all. I remember that. And what a lot of it is is it's my in kids cups. played soccer though. I guess. Okay, <laughs> that's what it was. Well, they they were they were probably they're probably drinking something fancier than beer. Uh, yeah, probably harder to smell the vodka on their breath a than it of, is a, a lot of white a strong wine malt. At, yeah. A lot of white wine at eight thirty in the morning. Uh, she says you need specific. <laughs> Specific criticisms, not just generalities. And Wendy then re- rephrases it and says, Maxwell, your plays suck. <laughs> and Peggy's like, oh, much better, much better. Which Maxwell uh, is voiced by Stephen Root. Which is, oh, really? Which is, I, which oh, I, okay. I didn't think that, I mean, I didn't think it was that obvious. Wait, that Maxwell or Wendy? No, Coach Maxwell is voiced by. Who is Wendy? Uh, oh, I don't know. It doesn't say. They don't have a voice <laughs> for Wendy, so it's probably just. Because it's two lines. It's probably just a random. Maxwell, you yeah, suck. It's probably just a random person. <laughs> uh, so then uh, we see that Joseph intercepts the ball and runs it back. Uh, we've got Dale up in the stands. Ah, Wingo, interception, Joseph. Wingo. He said, ooh, that's our boy, a real All-American, Ireland's native son. And, of course, he's sitting in front of Redcorn and his wife. And looks back at them, and so we're in on the joke there. Uh, we hear heads up, and a soccer ball comes and uh, hits Bill right in the head. 
and then up comes a guy running, and he's got a uh, yellow soccer top and shorts on, and it says the wind on it. The wind, yeah. And I, Which I'm is actually sorry. a pretty cool name. I, it, I think so. It's not bad. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's a pretty cool name. Well, it's a if joke can, though. It's really can. a joke, but it is it is kind of a soccer name. But that's yeah. what they're they're trying to make fun of soccer. Yeah. That's I what have it many is. thoughts on the soccer slander. If you can, buy I, have, I have a lot of thoughts on the soccer slander too, because me and Mike had discussed that in the uh, uh, the live show that we did. Was it yeah, a live show? It's true. Or, no, it was yeah. Friday when we recorded. Oh yeah, whatever right, it was, right, uh, right. two days ago, yeah. three days ago. It's Friday. Whatever day it was, we were. We recorded like three days. Yeah, like it was like, rough. Yeah, like three days in succession. We are we are but, uh, caught up now. Yeah, almost. We're, we're, yeah. we're almost there. We will be caught up today. <laughs> but we were discussing it. And we'll go ahead. Let's go ahead and talk. And get the slander. Part I didn't out of the realize. I did not realize this was Will Ferrell until I yeah, listened to is, it again it is, this morning. Yeah, I did Ferrell. not realize. And when he when he said something, when he said, uh, "Oh, sorry, the ball got away there, Coach Coleman Lucas, the wind." Uh, when he said that, was that I was Ferrell. like, oh, that's, shit, Will that's Will Ferrell. Yeah, the soccer, yeah. The soccer yeah. guy's Will Ferrell. And he was young, too, at this time. I mean, he think about this. He's just getting into stuff. Yeah, in the early – the yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's right yeah. out of, like, Saturday Night Live stuff. That's probably, like, some of the first things he did, you know, outside, uh, outside of Saturday Night Live. But uh, to talk to the slander, like you were talking about, about slander of football, actual football, with your feet, not Foot with your ball. hands in the shape of an egg. But uh, – I don't understand why, and it and it's not like every state or uh, people from every state don't have this perception of it. But Texas has a really, really strong perception of soccer being a weaker <laughs> sport, which I don't understand yeah. because Texas is a strong Hispanic, uh, you know, area. I mean, it, it used to belong to Mexico, I but think it's, uh, I, think I just it's don't the get shorts. why. Maybe it's more in more rural parts of Texas. I think it's, parts, I think it's yeah. the shorts. I think it's all the running. It's definitely the shorts. But the, the basketball, I think basketball players' shorts, I, like I they know. used to wear the baggy shorts in the 90s. I get it. And they're coming back up to mid thigh like they were in the 80s. Well, yeah, Everybody's but they're doing a lot. Again. They're doing a lot more jumping, and it's a still, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still right. a well, that's the thing is, thing. is there was a video I'd seen on YouTube where they had two guys doing like you know aerial moves, and yeah. one of them had on baggy long basketball shorts, mm-hmm. and the other one on had on like the 80s style, and they were able, they were more nimble, obviously when you Actually, ain't got no, stuff I think in your I, way. I think it's maybe I think it's because of the lack of the use of hands, and I, yeah. I, I think. I think you're As right a about society that. Society in mainly it's, Texas, we pride. It's yeah, the it's pads. Non-con- use our it's supposed to be a non-contact sport. Well, it's the pads. It's the helmet. It's the hitting each other. It's all of that. You know, soccer being a non-contact sport, even in basketball, there's a lot of contact. You know, well, soccer, there's a lot of contact. But, it's not supposed to be as but, much as there is, but there's still a lot. But football, oh my God, that's all it is. Yeah. is contact. You know, and you're so supposed I think to contact the ball in basketball. Uh, you're not supposed to contact the puck. You know. Plus, think about this. Um, no, it's different. They, they whoop each other's ass. In think hockey. about football. Football is a very, very American sport. Um, it is, yeah. And, 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 and I mean American football. It's a very, very American sport. You don't see football played other places. You see basketball played other places. You see soccer played they everywhere. They have a European football league. I understand, but they I'm have, saying. They have football leagues all over the world. But I'm saying it is you not mean the, near the, the, as no, popular no, 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 no. Because as it's the called NFL everywhere else, else. Everywhere outside of America, it's called American football. Right, you know what I mean. So it, it has. I understand. I'm just saying that that but football with, is a singularly American sport. We can lay claim to that version of football. Oh, the version, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I don't know because it started off inter- any, like college. Yeah, any it started of off the, the colleges, I don't know that Harvard, any, any all those other sports like that we can really lay claim to. And so I think that's part of it. Baseball, yeah. Baseball is played probably, everywhere, though. Baseball is Cuba, now played. It, it is now played everywhere. But talk about oh, true, true. Japanese baseball has been around for a long time. Yeah, but true origination 
of that sport. Baseball oh, I'm not talking about. Here. I'm not talking about where it was invented. Oh, you're I'm talking, talking about, about what we can actually lay claim to. Yeah, yeah, and when yeah. it's the, when you're talking about football, you're talking about the NFL. Oh, yeah, yeah. And when you're talking about the NFL, you're talking about America. I mean, yeah, that's yeah, that's no really what that league. is. There's yeah, no other league. I mean, they go overseas and play, and then there's there's Australian rules football, and there's there's all the other stuff. But if you're talking NFL, that is 100 percent American. Yeah, they're good. they're uh, they're in the discussion right now of doing a European uh, expansion. Well, they say that so adding four four more teams to the league. They say that and that be the new division. Uh, flying to like England to play, it it takes just as long to get there as it does from like New York to Seattle to yeah. play or whatever. So yeah, it is. It's who cares? Same. You know? It's about the same as eight hours. I don't. I, it's whatever. I don't care. I, just, I think it'd be cool. I just think that that is probably the reason that we care so much about football. I think, I think so that too. Has a lot to yeah, do. Johnny it's, Hardwick, it's you're mean. Hours. <laughs> Johnny All right. wrote this episode. So oh, he did, uh, yeah, and and Coach Sowers also mentions uh, one of his football players and mentions Johnny Hardwick's name too here yeah. in a minute. So he says, um, <laughs> he says, uh, Coach Coleman Lucas, the win. And that's when I knew it was Will Ferrell. Uh, and then uh, uh, Hank, of course, who is, is ticked off at, at the fact that a soccer ball is near him, says, uh, oh, excuse me, could you face the other way or something when you do that? we got a real sport going on here. It's called football. And Coach uh, Coleman, Luke, Coleman Lucas, his two first names, uh, Coach Coleman Lucas is bouncing that ball on his knees and his, his pants are right in front of Hank. And I'm assuming he can see his balls or something. I don't know. Uh, but Hank is very worried about seeing this other man's balls. Uh, and Coach Coleman says, uh, actually, the rest of the world, soccer is called football. You football. should try it. Soccer or football is excellent physical conditioning. Hank says, what's the point? Anyone can kick the ball under the goal. <laughs> Not if the goalie has anything to say I think it's kind of funny, it. though. He tries to stop them. But don't worry. It's all in good fun. It's all in good fun. <laughs> All right, and then uh, the ref uh, shoots off a gun uh, yeah, to announce the two-minute warning. Yeah, which I've never seen. I don't that. know that that happens, but all right. Uh, Hank's like, uh, "Oh, two minutes! Oh my God, we could win this thing!" Uh, and then we see uh, the coach. Uh, what's the coach's name again? The one that's in here now? Uh, Maxwell. Hellman. Maxwell. <laughs> All I could think of was Hellman's mayonnaise for some reason. I think it's Maxwell. He said, well, all right, uh, two minutes. Who hadn't played yet? Uh, Bobby Hill, get in there. And this is when we see the Cougars roster. And I have printed out the Cougars roster to okay. let you know who all is on the Arlen Cougars. So we've got Joseph Grivel playing as fullback. And what I'm assuming, I don't, I don't know what that other position is, but fullback slash something. He's number 23. You've got John Moraski who's a quarterback slash kicker. He's number 30. I, I'm guessing that a lot of these names are going to be inside jokes or people that work on the show. Um, the third one is Frank Leisure. He is a linebacker, number 88. Then there's Mike Lyons. Um, by the way, remember that one of the guys named was Lyons that was on the team with Mark Gastineau. Yeah, okay. Uh, he is a free safety. He's number 95. Then there's Kyle Thompson, who is a running back, number 32. Miguel Lopez, who's a center, uh, he's number 25. Mark McArthur, he's an outside linebacker. He's 38. Uh, Alex Daniels, a cornerback, 22. Robert Melendez, he's number 31. I can't tell what position he plays. Then there's Nick Hollett, uh, Nick Hollett. who is number 89. Raymond Eyre, E-Y-R-E, -E, number 40. 
David Salvador, can't see the number, can't see the number on the rest of these. Uh, then there's Lester Burr something, I'm assuming it's Brown. Uh, Bobby Hill is last. And third from last is a player named Johnny Hardwick. So there you go. Yep, old Johnny Hardwick himself. Johnny Hardwick. Okay, <clears throat> so uh, the ref has shot it off. The coach is looking at the roster. Uh, Bobby says, Coach, you can't put me in now. We can win this. Poor Bobby. <laughs> he knows that he's so bad that he can't go in. Why That's does Hank make right? him do this? <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I was, I was, I was just uh, – Mike's notes, they're pretty impressive. He's got the uh, – with the printout and everything. Oh, man, I've printed out a lot here. Yeah, yeah I got up early this morning. Uh, Bobby, they look over at him, by the way, before he says this, and he's just sitting on the sidelines. His face is just covered in chocolate. Yeah, just covered <laughs> in chocolate from <laughs> eating. He's yeah, just yeah, over yeah. there eating chocolate the whole time. Uh, Dale says to Hank in the stands, Hank, he's putting your boy in. And <laughs> Hank says, oh, oh, no, I'm on it. I'm, I'm on, on it. it. And Bobby is still arguing with the coach. It's just bad strategy. Put me in. It's just <laughs> yeah. terrible. His dad doesn't even have to come down and argue. <laughs> no. He's already argued for himself. <laughs> Hank comes up and says, <laughs> he won't want no business out there. Hank says, uh, Coach, uh, Bobby's been cheering awfully hard today, and I'm afraid he might have worn himself out already. Coach says, you know I like to play every player at least two minutes a game. Hank says, can't you just let him play, play four, four minutes, minutes next, next game? game. <laughs> and then it was an important Bob, game, yeah. Bobby starts running in, and Peggy from the stand says, Bobby Mittens! And he's got those damn mittens on that have the string that go all the way through so you don't lose them. He's got freaking mittens going on the street. All right, so uh, his mittens stay on. Later, we are at Smiley's Ice Cream and Pizza, uh, ice cream and pizza Parlor, uh, parking in back, by the way. Um, I would like to mention something real quick yeah. where I think Smiley's comes from. Where? So it's another one of my notes. <clears throat> when I was a kid, there was a pizza place called Shakey's. Shakey's, Shakey's. Pizza. Shakey's Pizza. Was it made by people who were quitting nope, alcohol? No, nope, no. Nope, and they no, you, wasn't anything like was that. Like, Stop there. Just, sh <laughs> just shook up. <laughs> so, um, no, Shakey's was a weird little pizza place. It, uh, if you are from Waco and you are listening to this, it was on Valley Mills Drive where uh, that Mexican restaurant number nine is now across from where Hastings used to be. Right over there by Fuddruckers and all that. Yeah, I know, I know what you're talking yeah. about. It's next to a Little Caesars. Yes, it's on. Is it's this on one North Valley Mills Road or huh? is this when Valley Mills <laughs> was still a dirt road? <laughs> yeah, or? this is this is yeah. We had to write on tablets and wait for a week for it to come back before we could get our letters and stuff. Um, no, Shakey's was was a pizza place, and the thing okay. about Shakey's was you go in and the guys that worked there, and it was it was mostly guys that worked there. Now now there were waitresses. But there were guys that worked there who wore straw hats and suspenders and, like, old-timey ice cream social kind of uniforms, right? Yeah. You know, that white, red and white stripe, yeah, 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 like yeah, Dick yeah, Van Dyke yeah. and Mary Poppins kind of thing, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he looked like that, and they would sit there and play the banjo while you ate your kinda pizza. Kind of like In-N-Out or something like that. <laughs> they would just play. The, yeah. Well, not even, but with a straw hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not a, a yeah, 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 yeah. It was, it was weird. Uh, so Shakey's Pizza, it, it, and this is taken from Wikipedia as of this morning, it says Shakey's Pizza is a pizza restaurant chain based in the U.S. founded in 1954. It was the first franchise pizza chain in the United States. First franchise pizza chain in the United States. Uh, in 1968, the chain had 342 locations. The chain had about 500 stores globally and 58 in the U.S. And as of July 2019, currently the stores can be found in the states of California, Washington, as well as in the Philippines, Singapore, and Japan. 
that happens a lot. Yes. Like fast food joints. Yeah. I watched a video of, of random. I was down a rabbit hole one, one morning <laughs> and I watched a random video about dead food, you know, yeah. restaurants. Yeah. I watched that. And there's so many of yeah, them that of survived them. in overseas in, in overseas. And yeah. it's mostly Southeast and Asia, Southeast yeah. Asian yeah. market. That they they love concept in. stuff. Uh, yeah, you know, I anything so. that's a concept. Uh, Shakey's pizza was founded in Sacramento, California in 1954 by Sherwood Shakey Johnson and Ed Plummer, Johnson's nickname resulted from nerve damage following a bout of malaria suffered during World War II. What a mean nickname. They called so it crazy <laughs> mean shaky. Uh, the parlor opened on a weekend, but since the pizza ovens were not yet completed, only beer was served. Shaky took the profits from the beer sales and bought ingredients for the pizza the following Monday. Shaky personally played Dixieland jazz piano to entertain patrons. So also, he didn't have ingredients. Sold beer. <laughs> that's right. He just sold the beer. ingredients right. with his the beer. Next, the next Monday. The next Monday. Yeah. He just opened a bar is all he did. <laughs> uh, but Shaky personally that's played funny. Dixieland jazz to entertain patrons, also hiring the original members of the Silver Dollar Jazz Band, paying the musicians $10 each plus all the beer and pizza they wanted. And here's the kicker to that story, right? Yeah. He, he paid them 10 bucks a piece and all the beer and pizza they wanted. Shaky soon realized it was cheaper to pay the musician's scale. So <laughs> apparently yeah, so they were, started paying they were kicking of, his ass in pizza and beer. Yeah, he so. stopped feeding them and started paying them. Yeah. Anyway, the place is called Smiley's. And Smiley's. I can only assume, as someone who grew up in Texas, that it's it's that Mike Judge remembers Shaky's. Yeah. Shaky's was around back then, uh, and it, it started to die out in the 80s. Uh, but uh, uh, I'm I'm hoping that that's what that is in reference. That could to. that I mean that could definitely yeah. be it because it was very much a family type place, you know, and all this stuff. So I can see how these meetings would take place there. So I we're, mean, it didn't say smile the hut, you know. No, I mean? that's right. So, that's right. It did know. have a little hutty type of uh, the thing. Or smiley O's, but, but it's Smiley's. Yeah. Okay. Uh, or smiley Johns. So, yeah. <laughs> smiley Johns. So so Shaky was the king before. Papa John came to town. Yeah, yeah. I think Shakey's outlasted Papa. Um, he never called anybody the N-word on a conference call. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we love Shakey. <clears throat> okay, so uh, we are at Smiley's, and uh, Hank is over there writing something on a notepad with all these other guys around him, the four guys plus other other uh, dads. He says, put Bobby in if outcome of – it's like a contractual game. agreement. He yeah. said, do not put Bobby in if the outcome of the game can be affected in any way. There. And then they take over the note to Coach Maxwell, poor Coach Maxwell, who's over there eating by himself. Yeah. And he goes, Coach Maxwell, uh, I and some of the parents. And then Dale's just like, you suck. Just in the middle yeah, of just, it. I feel bad for the guy because he's, he's, <laughs> he's, he's, he's probably not even Well, that's what they say. We go, that's he goes, what they I'm say. not even getting paid to do this. Yeah, they yeah. say. He go, it, Hank's like, now hold on. What we have here are some suggestions. And then the other parent goes, no, Dale's right. He does suck. Yeah. <laughs> Dale piles on. You're not being paid to screw up. The poor guy, Coach Maxwell, he goes, I'm not being paid at all. In fact, I still haven't. And he's kind of trembling at this point. Like yeah, he's, he's, he's being attacked They're breaking here. him. Yeah, he starts and, to weep. And he says, I'm not being paid at all. I still haven't been reimbursed for last week's pizza. And he starts to cry at this point. Oh, and if you guys are too busy, <laughs> could you please just go to hell? And then <laughs> he runs out, the, runs out the pizza place. This is his origin story. His <laughs> yeah. villain origin story. This is his origin story. Yeah, and, and then so, he becomes Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Hank says, uh, Dale, what'd you do with last week's pizza money? Dale goes, I bought a hat. <laughs> so Dale stole all the money and bought a hat. 
Dale's a jackass. I couldn't. I couldn't be that guy's friend. No, Dale would be tough. Bill, <laughs> Bill like Bill's not even as bad. I think I don't even Bill's, Bill's not as bad as Dale. Bill's just Bill you just feel sorry for Bill. I'm yeah. sure you get tired of it after well, a while. Bill wouldn't steal from you. No, Bill would never steal from Dale you. Dale no. will literally steal from you. He will <laughs> lie to you. He will manipulate the situations and ru- like try to ruin your yard. I mean, like I don't know, Dale. Dale is convincing me that he is just a. Oh, not Dale's not a, a turd. Good, He's a, a real good, turd. Not a good friend. So, uh, in the we're back in the alleyway. But then he does stuff like swap tanks. So yeah. So Hank yeah. has the more full yeah. tank in That's case true. somebody. So I don't yeah. know. You know, he's it's a dichotomy. <laughs> it is a dichotomy. Yeah. An animated dichotomy. Yeah. Uh, we're back in the alleyway. Bill is talking. He says, "You know who would have won that game? Coach Saunders." Everybody's like, "Yeah, yeah, uh huh." He says, "Yeah, you know who would not have played Bobby? No Coach Saunders." And he's like, "Yeah, everybody agrees." And he goes, and you know who we should get to coach Bobby's team? Coach, coach Sowers. Dale's like, that's a gribble, gribble of, an of an idea. idea He's never used that phrase no, before. That's funny. That's I a like gribble that one. I'm going to start idea. using that one. <laughs> yeah, that's a gribble <laughs> of an idea. So. Whenever my son's being a bonehead, <laughs> that's a gribble of an idea, son. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we are, uh, everybody is, uh, is, is in favor of this idea. They're going to go get Coach Sowers uh, from uh, wherever he is. They're going to dig him out of a hole. And they're going to bring him in to coach the team. And I think this is a great time for us to take a small commercial break. And we will be right back. All right, we are back. And uh, we are now on the hunt for Coach Sowers. Uh, the boys are going to go grab him from wherever, whatever depths he's sunk to and uh, bring him in to save this team because God knows the middle school uh, Cougars need saving. Uh, we first see Coach Sowers in like a profile and you see the stands and everything behind him and it's like he's looking at the heavens kind of thing. You know, you know, you see this mighty coach and then the camera pans out and he's working at Foot Locker. Working at a right? Foot Locker, yep. So he says to some kid who's trying on shoes, he says, if those are too tight in the toes, I'll get you half size bigger. Uh, and then uh, Hank and the guys walk in, and Coach Sowers, and uh, he immediately recognizes the guys, which yeah. is amazing to me. Im- immediately. Yeah, he's like, hell, finally got a haircut. Well, that's the thing is we find out why he remembers them later on. Yeah, There's sure. There's a specific sure. reason yeah, why there he remembered them. Definitely. Uh, he says, Hill, you finally got a haircut. He goes, oh, you noticed. He said, Boomhauer, how are you folks? Boomhauer says, and, and this is another key piece to Yeah, we piece find out about what his, what his family says. Yeah. And, and the key piece to, I think, like the anonymity <laughs> of his job at this point. Yeah. Like, why does he not have a job? Well, he his said, parents went in the lottery to explain man, it. Man doing fine, man down floor, man in the lottery winner, man, no problem, man. Sorry to hear that. Sorry to hear that. <laughs> <Sorry> <laughs> it's kind of like when they were trying to tell about the Wu Lu Lu Wimitani thing. Yeah. And he was like, Anything he says, people uh, are just yeah, like, I don't yeah, know. Okay. I don't know what you're saying. He's like, Well, if y'all hear anything, let me know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry to hear that. Uh, he goes, Gribble, no one's killed you yet. Uh, Dotree, my God, what happened to you? He goes, Oh, it's a long, long story. story. Do you remember? And Hank, uh, uh, thankfully, kicks coach, in. Uh, yeah. He goes, uh, Look, Coach, I uh, came by to see you. Well, because you're the best coach Ireland's ever seen. Uh, and by the way, there's a kid back at the register that we find out later his name is Kurt because it's on his name tag. Yeah, This kid, I don't know what he's doing behind him, but it looks like he's just blowing into his thumb, <laughs> like blowing into his hand the whole time. Like, I don't know what he's doing. Like a, uh, <laughs> uh, 
Kind of like a uh, Three like, Stooges like, thing or something. Yeah, yeah, that kind of thing. Like he's blowing up a, yeah. a, a turkey with That's his hand funny. or something. But anyway, the kid's <laughs> just in the back doing this just thing. Out there wigging out. And he goes, hey, uh, how would you like to coach uh, again for my son's football team? Coach again? And he just immediately pulls his thing off, his, his name tag, slams it down on the counter and goes, I quit. Hank goes, uh, whoa, it's not really a paying job. And so Kurt just hands him back his name tag. And he goes, thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. <laughs> so he gets his whistle back. Uh, now we're in bed with Peggy and Hank uh, once again, which we have we have come to realize this is an ongoing thing. Uh, Hank is saying, I don't know what I'm doing in bed. I'm not going to sleep tonight. And Peggy's like, oh, well, Hank, you devil. Starts taking her glasses off and leaning over. And then Hank leans up. She just falls flat on her face right into the bed. Uh, I'm just so excited that Bobby's going to have the Coach Sowers experience. I can only hope working at the mall hasn't knocked a fight out of <laughs> you know, him. I just don't understand. <laughs> like, as as a, as a grown man who constantly talks about his football experience, he has to remember how shit of a human being the coach was and how bad. Well, I mean, it doesn't matter about going to state and all that. Like, It's like anything else. It gets romanticized over the years. You know, yeah, you forget I, I, about the bad He's more part. associating with – yeah, go getting to stay and just that glory. Then well, just, the yeah, actual yeah, process yeah, yeah. of I getting there. And again, well, that being the peak of, of his uh, life, you know. I yeah. mean, that, that, again. Well, that's the thing is, is a lot of people. I don't. I've never understood that. Like, because if I peaked in high school, I'd be fucked. Honestly, if that was my peak, that would be like that would be that would have been <laughs> drastically sad to be my peak. I'm always scared. I peaked in high school. No, I, I wasn't I, even that good in high school. I feel like, and I feel like that if if I if that was my peak, that would be a sad. That would be sad, but sad I, I don't. I, I don't consider that my peak. Obviously, I'm not even at the peak yet. But it's it's just crazy that so many people, like like you said, romanticize and mm. they they live. They're 50 and they're still talking about the, the 16, 17, 18 years old. Like when they were like, oh, yeah, you remember when I threw that football 70 yards over the mountains? <laughs> you yeah. know, it's like, Hank always, well, it's, Hank always it's, brings up the football game first and not the fact that he met a, the mother of his child. There well, it's also, yeah, yeah, yeah. It and was it, actually a high school athlete that made me think that way. He was like, what I'm doing doesn't matter. He goes, I'll play for four years. I'll never play again. He said, and like, that's it. He said, oh, well, you know, that's, that's just a part of life. It's like Uncle in, uh, in Napoleon Dynamite, too, you know, the same same guy that guy gets gets represented in movies and tv shows a lot uh so peggy is the one to bring him back down to earth she says i don't know honey that man could be a tough taskmaster let's not forget that you used to call him sour coach sours what a wonderfully inventive nickname super sour coach sours she goes remember he goes oh yeah boy we came (laughs) up with that one at a fellowship of christian athletes picnic sour coach sours and that has to be a southern thing too. We were good kids, though. Was that a southern <laughs> thing, or is that a national like was what that a national fellowship of Christian athletes? Yeah. Um, I remember it being around here, but that's only because I went to a church school. Yeah. Remember that? Well, I don't even to church school. I, I mean, we, I didn't go to a church school, and my school had it. But it's uh, yeah. I just I'm just curious uh, if, if that was like a, a national thing, or if that was just like oh, a really I think it's a national thing. Yeah, national no, I think it's very much a national. I thought thing, it had yeah. to do with us just being uh, a really but I, I, southern. I, I would imagine area. it's a. I would imagine it's a natural national thing, but I bet it is super super popular in the south. It's probably and probably the Midwest yeah. too. Mm, yeah, Midwest. I can see that. Yeah, it's probably. Uh, their their main base is probably uh, yeah Kansas City Missouri. <laughs> mm, there you go. Yeah, there you go. So now it's the next day. We're at the Arlen Sports Complex, uh, run by the Department of Parks and Rec, by the way. Yeah. Uh, and Hank is addressing the kids on the uh, on the bench. He says he's a real high school football coach. He's tough as nails, but you're gonna love him. 
And so uh, Coach Sowers steps up and starts addressing the team. Fellows, my name is Coach Sowers, and I took Arlen Hyde to state in 1974. Kids are like, wow, cool. Okay, great. He says, up to now, you men have been losing, but now you're going to be winning. Yeah, great. Okay, great, Coach. I'm going to ride you dainty Joes so, <laughs> dainty Joes, so hard you'll wish you were all dead. I'll chew you up, spit you out, take a big dump on top of that, and then I'm going to get tough. And he says, let's rev them up. And Hank's like, uh, wow, pretty impressive. All right, you kids have fun. He just leaves. Yeah. So why do you think it is that when somebody says to your child, he calls him a dainty Joe, and then he says, I'll spit you, I'll chew you up, spit you out, then take a big dump on top of you, and then I'm going to get tough. That's not your first red flag? I don't know. I feel like uh, taking a big dump on top of you is not <laughs> something that a coach would tell you. No, that's rough. He would call you a pile of, pile of turd or something sure. or, or sure. you know, shit. But I don't think he would say, I'm going to take a big uh, dump on well, top of you. I don't think they I'm going to chew that. you that's, up. I'm going to spit you out. Then I'm going to take a big, a big dump, dump on, on top, top of, of you. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's rough. Uh, for And again, middle school children. And then I'm going to get tough. <laughs> he's going to do all that. Then he's going to get tough. And he's Hank, not tough yet. Yeah, and Hank's just like, thank God. See ya. Bye. <laughs> just takes off. It's middle school. It's yeah. not even that important. That's exactly it. Yeah, it's middle school. Who who gives a crap? Uh, all right. So the next thing we see is kind of a, uh, um, uh, a bunch of different scenes of Coach Sauer trying to train these kids. It's called uh, a montage. Montage. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Uh, first, we see boys doing push-ups in the mud while uh, the coach is spraying them down with a hose, which this is something you see in military stuff a lot a lot of the times. He goes, eat mud. I said, eat it, eat it. And then Bobby looks up with mud all over his face and says, coach, I think I swallowed too much mud. And this is the first time we get take a salt tablet. Oh, yeah, take a salt tablet. That's one of <laughs> my favorite lines tablet. ever. Yeah, yeah and that's funny because uh, I have a friend, that a real close childhood friend that me and him are both real big King of the Hill fans. Yeah. And uh, – uh, we uh, we use that often when he start complaining about work or something. I'll be like, take a salt tablet. <laughs> He's like, oh yeah, man. You know we had to move about four hundred pallets and whatever. I was like, take a salt tablet. That's <laughs> yeah. that's so that's what we do to each other. Well, I mean, we'll still listen to each other's problems, but you know, it's always funny to start off with, take a salt tablet. All right, now we can talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, now we see uh, the the boys all down on the ground in their uniforms, and the coach is walking on top of them, and he says, I'm walking in biscuit dough. Uh, then he has a giant playbook that uh, he hands to a kid that is so heavy that the kid just falls right down. He says, memorize it. Uh, and then uh, we've got the boys running bleachers. Uh, and I don't know if you've ever run bleachers, but that bleachers sucks. Bleachers suck. Uh, I did it voluntarily. I was never in a organized sport. I just liked to run, and I just like decided that, oh, well, let's see what running up these stairs a bunch would feel like. And uh, it no. Yeah, it sucks. Kills your calves. Your your quads are just burning it on fire. The back of your legs hurt. Bobby and Joseph. Your kneecaps are just start sweating. Oh sure, Bobby and Joseph get up to the top of the uh, of the stairs, and uh, everybody else is still running up down. And they look over and they see the soccer field, and Bobby's like, "Oh, that looks like fun." And yeah. they're they're watching uh, the the soccer kids jump on a trampoline. So that's, it, that's yeah, their that's their big training. And then in the background, you hear one of the boys on the team go, Coach, I'm bleeding. And what do we hear? Salt tablet. Salt tablet. (laughs) (laughs) Now, we are uh, with the boys running passing plays. um, uh, And uh, the coach is watching these kids pass. 
it's not what he wants. And so he says, you call that a pass? Give me that ball or I'll slice your guts out, hippie. I'll slice your guts out, hippie. Uh, <laughs> there ain't no coach saying that. Says, I mean, coaches say some stuff, but I don't think a coach is going to say, I'll slice, slice your guts your out. Guts out. You got to remember that it's not uh, the hippie part necessarily. Oh, these are middle school kids. Yeah, never mind. Out. This ain't even high school. Like oh, these middle yeah. school kids. No, it's rough. In high school, you couldn't say that to a high school athlete because they're probably strong enough to whoop your ass <laughs> as a coach. Like I, I went to I went to high school. Like uh, I, I went to a high school where football was a extreme heavy part of the culture. Not every high school is, but ours because we had a good football team, so the mm-hmm. culture was into the football team. Yeah, and uh, there were some guys that were just huge and i couldn't imagine being a coach saying something to these kids as crazy as i'll slice your guts out they're allowed to be that way that's the problem well we had i mean we had high school athletes that were so good they could get arrested on tuesday sure and be on the football get arrested on a tuesday for stealing from the organization they play for sure breaking into the field house breaking into the safe in the field house stealing stuff out of it and then get bailed out by the head coach and well, they play were, on Friday. They were probably all members of Christian athletes. Yeah, they were, they were, they were I mean, part of the social so Christian they're athletes. They're okay. They just they crunk just, athletes. They're <laughs> crunk athletes. Hey, they were fast. They were good dudes. They were good, like good, really good football players. They were good at what they did on the football field. And one of them was Crunky the Armadillo. Crunky the Armadillo. And that's our new mascot, Crunky the that Armadillo. That is our. We need somebody to draw Crunky the Armadillo. Hey, I draw basketballs. Do get on that. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so uh, we, <laughs> he's he's yelling at him. He says, "Run!" And then he throws a ball and hits one of them in the head. Uh, and then some of the kids start just keep they just keep running, and they're running off to the soccer team, just just peeling off their uniforms, and they they just keep going. Um, he. Uh, <clears throat> he says, all right, uh, anybody else want to join him? Anyone else? Any more? And, you know, kids keep peeling off and peeling off. Uh, again, he hits the kid in the head with the football, and then he turns to Bobby and says, Butterball, drag that body back. Drag the body back. This guy's <laughs> this guy's nuts. He's just nuts. <laughs> now, that was funny. That was one of my favorite lines, too. When he hit him, <laughs> the, hits him square in the back of the head and tells the other kid, kid, yeah, down. go drag his body back. <laughs> yeah, hey, Butterball. I like how he talks. Hey, Butterball. <laughs> hey, Butterball, drag the body back. Uh, next thing we see is Bobby is just dead on his bed yeah, uh, in his room. Smooth, wow. uh, I think we've all been there. Um, Hank comes into his room and says, what's that on your upper arm there, Bobby? Is that a muscle? He goes, uh, no, that's a lump from when I got hit by a football. <laughs> he goes, you how know, do you even mistake a lump for a muscle? <laughs> like, they goes, need to get Hank some new glasses. <laughs> he goes, you know, Dad, the kids playing soccer don't have any lumps or bruises, and Coach Lucas gives which them oranges wrong. at halftime, which is wrong. <laughs> I did play a little bit. Like, I, I I played soccer all the way up until we had to like start for the season. I pl- yeah. I played every practice, yeah. and you left feeling wore smooth out when you went home. Your shins were all beat up because I was too poor for shin guards. So like it was just, just it was it was rough. I think a lot of this is it's cold. Soccer is cold. It's wet. You play in the well, no. Mud. I'm saying uh, I think just, I think a lot no of this of this uh, the talk is is uh, comes from little kids soccer. You know, like I coached my kids when they were real little with soccer. When, it's a disorganized mess. When the only thing you had to worry about is everybody running the right direction. You know, everybody yeah. run together. Y'all stop run together daisies, that way. Just run this know, way. Airplanes go way. over your head every once in a while. You got Mike on the sidelines going, to the right, <laughs> to the left. I'm just hitting them in the head with balls, the right. you know, and telling <laughs> the other one to drag the other one around. 
But uh, I think a lot of that perception comes from that because, yeah, the kids get orange slices and they all have snacks and all that stuff. But don't forget American football. Your origins come from rugby and soccer. Sure. I don't think anybody's arguing that. I'm just saying that, yeah, it comes, that it comes a lot of these kind of comments come well, from you, that little kid's well, soccer. The, you know why it's the called English soccer, English and Rusty though? is really coming out. It is. Well, you know why it's it called soccer, though? I can't wait until his accent comes up. Yeah. Go ahead. But you know why it's, it's, it's called soccer? Because soccer was the nickname for football. The nickname for it was Association Soccer. Mm-hmm. So the sport is being played on two different continents. At this time, you got the, 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 the English are playing soccer and football, and then the Americans are playing soccer and football. Well, what ended up happening is, is the Americans went with the slang for football, which mm-hmm. was soccer. And that's why soccer is uniformly in America called soccer. In England, it's called football. But if you go look at, at what they call it for the Olympic events, it's called association soccer for the Olympic, for the Olympic event because that is the uh, – like – Super, you know, whatever they use for it. So oh, it, it makes is, sense. So it ended, it ended up being a nickname that ended up being like an official name, but they yeah. ended up separating it, and the vernacular changed for both places. So we call it soccer; they call it football. Uh, Something like that. Anyway. I probably just made that up. <laughs> 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 welcome to this week in soccer. Yeah. Uh, okay, so uh, uh, Hank is in there with him, and he's he, uh, Bobby's griping, says he wants orange slices at halftime. Hank says, Bobby, I, I didn't think I'd ever need to tell you this, but I'd be a bad parent if I didn't. And this is one of – I think this is one of the greatest things that Hank says in the entire series. This is uh, this is one of my favorite quotes of Hank's of all time. He sits down on Bobby's bed and he says, soccer was invented by European ladies to keep them busy while their husbands were doing the cooking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this would kill me. It's just the best. It's just the best. Uh, and then Bobby says – why do you have to hate what you don't understand? He goes, this is a deep, <laughs> deep, deep, like two seconds of, of episode. Right it is. Here. It is super deep. This, this says everything you'd ever want to say about this show. Wow. He goes, why do you hate what you don't understand? He okay. Goes, says it too. Like, like the, how the, how the, the voice actor like says a, it. It's like a super uh, emphasized. It, it's like a, 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 a like a, a romance novel yeah his a, sadness is like super TV soap opera or something yeah. yeah he goes why do you have to hate what you don't understand he goes i don't, don't hate, hate you bobby, bobby. <laughs> he goes, i meant soccer i had to I oh. pause it every time i hear that i don't know because i watched it a bunch i paused it every oh, time at that point i was like oh i just had to cringe it's i was like oh best. that's so yeah. terrible why would you say that <laughs> hey. as a dad why is that the first like why does his mind first go you, there that's just where his head his headspace is. He just that's he the thinks greatest. yeah, no, that's that's rough. <laughs> and he goes, Oh yeah, I hate soccer. <laughs> yeah, I definitely hate soccer. And then you see the look on Bobby's face, like, yeah, you didn't get any <laughs> you got nothing from that at all. <laughs> uh, all right. So we were back at the Arlen Sports Complex, by the way, run by the Department of Parks and Rec. Uh and uh Coach Sowers is there and he says, Well, there you are, Hill. Now where's Butterball? And Hank's like, uh, Butterball? Because he doesn't even know that the coach is calling his kid Butterball, which, you know, that's bad enough. Uh, Bobby gets out of the car, and he now has his The Wind uniform on. The Wind. And Hank says, oh, hey there, Bobby. Uh, You planning on uh, loosening up our football team with some uh, comedy soccer skits or something? (laughs) Which, I I mean, I understand, but how does Hank not know that this kid has has so – been entrenched in soccer at this point that he has a uniform yeah well that's like, the thing is, is, is it doing? was quick it was a quick flip he it said screw this well you know i mean when you know you know you know 
I know. So yeah. Coach Lucas says, uh, Bobby Hill, time for step kick drills. Uh, Bobby's like, sorry, Dad. And then uh, Coach Sauer says to Hank, breaks your heart, doesn't it? Take a salt tablet and throws the bottle to <laughs> exactly, yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> exactly how tablet. me and my friend are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> His old lady leaves him and ma- makes him sleep on the couch Take or whatever. Salt tablet. Take a salt tablet. You'll be all right. All right, we are uh, in the alley with all four guys, and uh, Hank is saying, just when Coach Sars was fixing to get those kids a victory, Bobby leaves sports and joins a soccer team. Leaves sports and joins a soccer leaves team. sports, yeah. Bill says, did Joseph leave too? He goes, no. Dale goes, mm, team, will, team survive. will survive, Hank. <laughs> He'll be fine. Uh, he goes, yeah, it's a terrible blow to morale, but of course uh, – and then Peggy, you hear her calling from the driveway. Uh, Hank, honey, I'm taking Bobby to soccer practice. And then men. Is I love there. this part. I love this scene right here. This scene is a really good men scene. I mean, you don't. You this is like you haven't really had too many scenes no. that are just uh, men and Peggy, like or Not men yet. and one yeah. person interacting. Yeah. So uh, she goes. So Peggy Hill has a flannel. She's going with a flannel, of course. And she goes, "Oh no, Peggy Hill, get real. You borrowed my nice sweater." And she goes, "Well, thank you, men, but it's not that cold out." And she goes. Believe me, it's freezing cold mm. if you don't take the yeah, sweater. Yeah. And then we find out, you know, well, yeah. in that case, I have a perfectly good flannel over shirt. When yeah. we get to the she field, goes, okay, we see you what, know better. Yeah. And she's just letting Peggy hang herself. She's giving her enough rope. We're at the practice uh, in the stands, and uh, Peggy shows up. She goes, woo way to go, the the wind. <laughs> that is a really hard name to root It's hard root to cheer for. for, yeah. Way to go, the wind. Blow uh, like the wind. Way to kick that. Bullseye. She said. <laughs> He says, way to kick that ball downfield. Uh, and then she tells Allie, who uh, I'm assuming is one of the soccer moms, you thanks know, for thanks the for latte. this latte. Uh, the, she looks at her, and she has this foam mustache now and from then drinking she, this but, fancy But she's, coffee. like, rooting, and she's 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 definitely less less feminine than the women oh, around sure. her. Oh, yeah. And then she has the mustache thing, which we all know from a previous episodes that we just – I mean, we just covered that one, like, The Peggy has a mustache? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We just recently recovered that. Uh, uh, yeah, where she was scratching in her nose, and Hank was afraid she was growing a mustache. Yeah. Uh, so she's got that red and black flannel on, and the girls say, oh, Peggy, and they point out the, the milk mustache, uh, and they say, what a pretty overshirt. And, boy, it is so catty when they start talking to her about this overshirt or anything uh, because these, these ladies are just stuck up. Yeah. Uh, she goes, oh, well, thank you, and what a pretty – sweater you were all wearing and all of them had some kind that of moment sweater, yeah. you can see it on her face she goes oh shit this is what men meant she said it was gonna be freezing cold outside yep. yeah it definitely yep. is now it was definitely freezing cold which is so weird uh now we've got hank watching the soccer team um and then sour comes up and says well 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 what do we have here soccer mommy uh, as Sauer gets out of his car when he redrives up, uh, Hank says, uh, look, coach, I just want to apologize for Bobby quitting on you like that. I know you spent a lot of money Xerox in these playbooks and he's holding that gigantic playbook. He goes, it's a collate and that's where they screw you. What's that? What is, was collating? What's collating, collating, collating is like wherever you make, like if you were making a copy of a book yeah. as it copies the pages, it offsets them so that you can take them apart easily and it oh, doesn't mix them all up. Okay. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. Damn, collation. That would be expensive. Today's word, collation. Collate. This podcast was brought to you by the word collation. Collation. Uh, so uh, he says, it's the collating. That's where they screw you. If you really feel bad for the way Butterball screwed me, you can be my assistant football coach. Hank says, well, I don't know. Uh, and this is where Hank's niceness is starting Running to kick in. It, yeah. yeah. 
He says, I don't know. With Bobby not on the team, it might make him feel. And he goes, okay, Louisa May, go play your uh, ballerina, ballerina ball. ball. Just leave, leave your, your penis, penis in, in the, the bucket. bucket. Just God. leave your penis in the bucket. Please don't leave your penis in the bucket. <laughs> uh, he says, uh, okay, well, I guess I can find a little time. And he just throws the book at him and goes, memorize it. We're now at the dinner table with Bobby, Hank, and Peggy. And this is the, uh, the breakfast table, I guess, because it's the one in the kitchen. Uh, and Hank says, uh, I tell you, Peggy, the football team might go all the way this year. I sure am sorry you're not going to be part of that, Bobby, although you could be. Uh, and he goes, I can't. The soccer team needs me. I'm one of the nine co-captains. <laughs> <laughs> I'm one of the nine co-captains, yeah. Peggy says, Bobby, I think your father would like to do something we both of you would like to do together. And Hank goes, <laughs> movie. Uh, and she goes, maybe you two could go see a movie together. He goes, sure, a movie. Um, why don't you set it up through mom? Uh, I'm a little tight. I got to go stretch my hammies. And so he just leaves the table, leaving Hank to want to go see a movie. And it's, and it's terrible because Hank is trying to connect with Bobby and through the only thing he knows, which is football for the yeah. most part. Yeah, for sure. Either football or yard work. Uh, so we're at men's and men is helping Peggy because Peggy has now figured out that this is, this is a real thing. She says, cashmere sweater with pearl button. Now they like you. She goes, oh, it's just a sweater. If the other mothers don't like me for the wit and wisdom that is Peggy Hill, then I want nothing to do with them. She goes, you not get it. You're soccer mom now. If you don't fit in, then Bobby not fit in, and that boy have enough problems. She goes, how do you know so much about this? She goes, Connie played AYSO uh, in Orange County. That's the birthplace of soccer moms. I start the whole sweater thing. That mine. So, <laughs> yeah. uh uh, the American, what she's talking Orange about, County. the AYSO is American Youth Soccer Organization. It was founded in 1964. Kids can start as okay. early as the age of four. And this is a uh, national. It is a national organization. National organization. Yeah. Organization. So, uh, soccer teams from all over the country are part of this organization, and they they help with bylaws and things like that. So, uh, that is the American Youth Soccer Organization. Uh, next we are back at the... And they don't serve Waco. Oh, they don't serve Waco? Not that I can find. Well, we have the Heart of Texas Soccer Association. Oh, no, they're part Waco. of that. They're part of that. Yeah, oh, I saw that this that? morning. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, so yeah. they're affiliated with that. Thing. Yeah. They, they help fund it, fund it and stuff like that. Right, okay. right. I think it's just a yeah. general overall bylaw. My son actually, like my that. son actually, uh, he just joined Heart of Texas Soccer. He's Really? He's 12, and I could never get him to do organized sports. Salt tablet. But he just, <laughs> but he just decided he wants to play some kind of sport. Yeah. So uh, he wanted to play soccer. Soccer's a good one to well, start him in. He, uh, he wants to play football, but he's not hit a spurt or nothing yet. Mm -hmm. So. So we're we were looking at the kids that are the size that like the twelve year old like there was this one twelve year old football player who was like six foot one. Mm, I'm like, yeah. how can I put my yeah. like you know no, your kid's gonna get killed small yeah. kid with and they're out there yeah. doing real tackling now. If it was just like if they took the tackle away from little kids and you know took we're we're trying to save brains. Eventually, it'll all be flag up all the way up until mm -hmm. high school. I well, imagine eventually. I don't know if you've seen, but the Pro Bowl this year is flag football. Oh, it was last year too. The NFL Pro Bowl. Oh, was it really? Yeah, oh, that I was didn't the first year that. they did yeah. it last year. The reason why they're doing it is because nobody wants to. Well, who the hell wants to? Nobody play wants to risk forty-five million dollars of well, they, money on a broken leg. Or they something. moved the Pro Bowl to the week before the Super Bowl. Yeah, which is stupid. That. You're nobody not going to get the best players to play it. Well, you know what they. You know what they have discussed that some players have discussed mm. since they now do flag football mm. they want to do it like the all-star basketball game and throw it in the middle of the season just to get it over with and out the way mm. that way you ain't got to worry about it into season they'll pick the best players i think they ought to do it from the, from the previous season have the pro bowl before the season starts and have it take place of one of the preseason games don't they do it in hawaii every year 
No, not anymore. Oh, they they move it anymore. around from place to place. Oh uh, yeah, because they used to do it yeah. just in Hawaii. It, it I remember just, it used to be exclusively Hawaii. Yeah, right? it was yeah, in the yeah. Rainbows Stadium. Yeah, yeah, the, at the uh, the the college stadium. They're mm-hmm. right. The yeah. Rainbows. Yeah. Um, so uh, now we are back at the uh, Arlen Sports, uh, whatever the hell it is, uh, sports complex uh, run by the Arlen Parks and Recreation Association, by the way. Uh, and it is a soccer game going on. The H. Bees, I don't know what that is. I'm not uh, sure either. They have one point, and the wind has one point. Uh, the whistle blows, and uh, the coach says, tie game, everyone's a winner. Yay. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> Which that is the one thing I don't understand about soccer. I don't, oh, the tie I don't thing, like ties. Well, there is no tie. There's a tie all the way up until penalty kicks, and if nobody scores on a penalty kick, then there's a tie. Yeah, but there's but a lot because, of ties. Well, it, it happens a lot that of way zero because it's a, very, it's a very like strategic sport. That's why it's not like football. Yeah, football is a high offense. There's a lot of scoring, but soccer isn't the same way. I mean, it's just a, it's a whole different game. It's like hockey. Hockey ends in tie games. Uh, I just soccer ends in tie games. I'm just not crazy about any any of those sports, sports. like that. And I'm not talking about just soccer. I, football has started to end in a lot of yeah. ties. And yeah. I, I'm just not crazy about ties. I think there ought to be some either. way to figure it out. Like yeah. this year in the NFL, we had an issue where one of the Buffalo Bills players got really, really injured, mm-hmm. and they had to cancel a game. They just ride out, just didn't have a replacement for they it. They didn't replace the game. And so the way of handling that was was to uh, have a playoff game at a neutral site. A neutral site with a coin toss. But you still would have had – uh, one team that played one fewer game. Yeah, which well, the I thing don't really the thing understand. for me that that I, I guess the reason why it really wasn't super impactful to the NFL schedule was yeah. because they uh, they weren't in contention. They yeah. knew they were already in the playoffs. Both teams were in the playoffs. It no, was all that was, about that would that would have determined well, a seed just seeding. seeding. Yeah, but but what I mean is is like. If if they were if it was a game that mattered yeah. as far as like yeah. say the Bills were they they'll never be in this position as long as Josh Allen's there because they're really good but if they were in the position where they had to win that game to mm. even be in the playoff conversation mm. then it would have been a bigger uproar but the fact that they were both shoe ins for the playoffs they were ar- they already had made the playoffs yeah. that's the reason why there was that's the reason why I, I think guess. that it was so accepted it it did it did I mean this is so like minuscule and I don't want to take away from like what happened to the kid because it is a huge huge thing sure. and it's a cra- it's crazy that uh this, it's amazing th- to me this, that he was at that last game yeah and, and it's crazy that this Already. sport itself uh like they put their they put their lives on the line to play like they really do they go out there and they're they're two 300 pound dudes that slam into each other mm-hmm. like zero mm-hmm. you know from 100 to zero you know yeah. so I don't want to take away from that but man it did it really did like uh a lot of fantasy stuff at the end of the fantasy football. Everybody was like scrambling how to pay people and stuff like that because of uh, how how weird all that stuff was. But I'm glad that the kid's safe and he's healthy. I'm glad that he made that because yeah. that that really was like I was watching that game and I just got it, like it was just silent. I just felt silent. You know, I didn't feel. I was like, yeah, man, this is. <laughs> I wouldn't they're watch on it. top of him for not like I couldn't imagine. Be like the the atmosphere of that stadium mm-hmm. had to have been mm-hmm. just off the chart. It had to be yeah. cr- a crazy atmosphere because you, it did. Like the whole place just went silent, mm-hmm. and you got to think those people were watching. They well, could I, see the kid being worked on. I can't. For nine re- I, I don't think it's ever happened that way where there was some sort of resuscitation that tried to take place. 
No, I don't think um, so either. I, I don't think, think that's, that's uh, ever happened. That's I mean, definitely... there's been some serious, serious injuries. I think of like Joe Theismann breaking his leg in the middle of the game and stuff like that. And there's definitely been some super bad injuries. But I don't ever remember one where somebody literally would have died on the field had they not resuscitated him, you know. So that was a big deal. But my, my original yeah, shout point. Shout out to the Bills uh, medical staff. Yeah, my original point was that all these ties just, it, it, it I don't know, it, it makes the game feel weird to me. It does. It is weird. I don't know. I, I feel like, especially with football, uh, the, if you go into overtime and there's no definite winner yeah. after the overtime, yeah, another overtime. Yeah. Oh, I agree. I I always liked sudden death. I I thought that was a good idea. And and, and I don't like the idea of uh, and, and I, like and there was a big uproar about it with the Bills and the Chiefs uh, last year or whatever. Yes. When yes. they made a touchdown and that's the end of the game, mm-hmm. not giving the the other side of the ball the opportunity to make it, knowing that the other side of the ball. They could they they've been matching touchdown yeah, but for that, touchdown. That kind of used thing, to so. be the way it was. It was just sudden death all the time. You yeah, know, first, I like first team death. to get the ball. If, if you score, yeah, you're, that's you're done. Yeah. You know, now at least it's a touchdown or you're done. Yeah. Um, if you get a field goal, then the other team gets a gets chance an to opportunity touch the ball. To touch the ball, yeah. yeah. So what I'm saying is ties suck. Yeah, ties suck. So uh, this <laughs> is a tie, and everybody's a winner. Uh, Hank says, you know, I was thinking of bringing Bobby to watch the Wolves rematch, you know, just as my guest. And he's, this is at Smiley's and he's talking to coach Sowers now. Uh, and he goes, who butterball butterball is dead to me. Uh, and then in comes coach Lucas and Bobby and all the team, uh, in for ice cream at Smiley's, uh, pizza and ice cream parlor. And he says, uh, go scoop of vanilla for everyone. And then Bobby sees Hank, and he runs over, and he says, Dad, we won a game without having to beat anyone, and then we practice high kicks. Watch. And then he started, uh, uh, kicking it. And he, starts, and he does big that high big kicks. high kick, yeah. <laughs> in, front, in front of Sowers. Uh, and he goes, yeah, whenever he kicks. Uh, and then uh, the, the soccer coach is up there. And he, Bobby's our best high kicker. Careful. Don't let the Rockettes find out about it. And Bobby's like, the Rockettes? Me? The Rockettes? <laughs> me? I can do that? That's Sow- really Bobby? <laughs> Sowers, That's is, funny. Sowers is starting to read through this handbook that uh, the coaches brought in. Uh, it's a rule book, and it says uh, coach. And this of- is the – this is. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go ahead said, and give a trigger warning right yeah, here. Yeah, this for, might uh, be a little bit. Yeah. He goes, uh, codes of conduct, cheer all good plays, respect every player as if he, she were on your team. What is this he, she, some kind of science fiction deal or something? <laughs> yeah, that's tough. Yeah. So uh, uh, he, the coach says, you don't get it, do you? We're their coaches, but we're really the ones who are learning. And these kids are pretty good teachers. Uh, he goes, all we have to do is listen. Now let's get going, gang. You know, it's like, <laughs> he goes, we don't want to be late for our cleanup project. Okay, so real quick, uh, on the front of the rule book, it says HCYSA rule book. H-C-Y-S. H-C-Y-S-A. That is... Hill Country Youth Soccer. That is the Hill Country Youth Soccer Association. Yeah, it's a real thing. Uh, And it it is in South uh, Austin area or something? It still exists. It says uh, the Hill Country Youth Soccer Association, or H-C-Y-S-A, was founded in 1983 and serves children uh, ages 4 from 18 from Bandera, uh, Centerpoint, Comfort, Harper, Ingram, Kerrville, Junction, Medina. Anyway, it goes through all of these, and it says in other communities in the Hill Country. 
We are affiliated with the American Youth Soccer Organization that we talked about earlier. Yeah, it's a region. So AYSO is broken down into regions, Uh and uh, they're numbered, too. So this would be Region 528, and it's out of Kerrville. Right. And if you know anything about Kerrville, there's not much in Kerrville except for maybe the soccer association. A lot of soccer in Kerrville. Yeah. Actually, Kerrville is a really, really small town uh, out that away. They uh, are. Uh, I slept at the KOA there one time. Oh yeah. Yeah. Or is it the KOA? Is that what they call them? I slept Camp at Ground the of HCYSA. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I think it is what they call. That's uh, the, the the Airbnb. Yeah. The if, if you want more information on Hill County Soccer, you can go to hillcountysoccer.org to find out all thing. about them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If, if I mean, you it is into it's, researching it's, soccer. Well, I'm saying uh, it's a great little organization for kids that want to get into soccer and stuff. Yeah, for so sure, especially cool. in this area. Yeah. Actually, uh, I want to shout out to a, cl- a, a classmate. Uh, they have a local soccer thing. They do SoCo Soccer. Oh, yeah. Uh, that, SoCo. Uh, Andrew does. Andrew G. Uh, Andrew G. The does stuff affair. with them. Uh, they, he actually interviewed their daughter. Hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, Gutierrez. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Ariana yeah. was the girl that I went to school with, the, the wife yeah. of the, the guy who runs uh-huh. the whole soccer thing. Yeah, good and, folks. Uh, shout out to them. Yeah, no, she, yeah. she was a... She was a a good classmate. I wouldn't Andrew, say we were like best friends or nothing, but she's Andrew a, a has, good classmate. Andrew has dropped uh, probably 80 pounds working with them. Yeah, yeah, he works out over he there. Went That's over where there he went over there and workout started, stuff. Yeah, yeah, started yeah. working out at a soccer facility, which is crazy. Yeah, they do workouts and stuff over wonderful. there. They do stuff yeah. for adults and he stuff loves like it. that, too. He loves it, yeah. They're really good for kids. So They've if you've got, got a kid that needs soccer drills and needs good, <laughs> like, uh, practice for soccer. That's a good thing over there. It's a, uh, a a free sponsor a free sponsorship. If anybody there. is interested in uh, talk shows uh, on the Rogue Media Network, uh, ch- uh, check out the Public Affair. Yeah, check Andrew it out. G. It's pretty good. It's decent. Uh, he is uh, he's quite a character. Uh, okay, so uh, he, we have now figured out that um, uh, they are uh, the coach. The soccer coach is taking them on a cleanup project. Um, uh, Hank says, uh, wait a minute, Bobby. Uh, I'm sorry, Lucas. Uh, I thought I'd take my boy to see that new space movie. That new space movie. He goes, movie. he goes, I hear it's got special effects. And he doesn't even <laughs> know Like he's just guessing that there's some movie about sci-fi. Special in there. effects. Hey, uh, Bobby says, sorry, dad, got to go. The one who collects the most litter will get to play goalie next game. You know, that's the thing is, is like <laughs> my dad would have had the name of the movie and everything to go watch. Like, I don't know what guy doesn't know, yeah. like what's in the yeah. theaters. Like at, at that time, <laughs> Frank, because back then they didn't have all the amenities that we have sure. these days for yeah. wa- for streaming and stuff. So like and my dad was a big movie watcher because he didn't get a TV till he was like. 10? Yeah. Because they didn't have TV for like 10 years. It was like 1970 when my dad got a TV. I hear it. It's got special effects. Um, And so uh, the one thing I would like to point out is uh, this is a little bit of a continuity thing between Bobby and Peggy. Uh, Bobby, as he's walking off and he's told his dad he has to go clean up litter, he yeah. ties ties that sweater around his <laughs> around his yeah, waist does, and walks yeah. off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Sour, Sour looks at Hank and goes, a space movie with Julia Louis-Dreyfus? <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't know what friggin' space movie that is, but I don't either. Artie might have told me what that's it a is. hard pull right I, there. I forgot to check my notes. So now we're on the side of the road picking there up litter. There was no movie. Yeah. Oh movie. really? Oh good. Oh, okay, there was no movie. All look right. at look at Mason with the save there. Yeah, he got Julia Louis Dreyfus sci-fi movie. I think she comes popping out of somebody's chest like alien. Yeah. At some point. Uh, okay, so now we're on the side of the road picking up litter with the soccer team, uh, and Bobby is looking around. And he sees wolves suck spray painted on the side of the bridge where they're picking up the litter. Uh, there are a couple more things on the side of this bridge that that I want to refer to. Uh, once again, Crunky is there. Crunky. Crunky the armadillo is the armadillo. spray painted on the side. Also, the word Ozzy 
the Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah. Uh, then there's one that says Led Zeppelin. Uh, and then there's one that says Oak KRE. I don't know what that means. So, Artie, if you know or could look that up, O-A-K-K-R-E, two words, Oak KRE is spray painted on the side of the bridge. But Bobby is looking at these things and he goes, you know what this team needs? Tradition, rivalry. We could go and paint the bridge. And the coach says, great idea, Robert. Robert, we'll cover up all that graffiti. He goes, but my dad's rematch against the Wolves isn't until tomorrow. The Wolves haven't even seen it yet. And if we all work together as a team, they never will. This is one time when the wind could use their hands. What a funny joke, coach. Good job. <laughs> uh, we're by, This guy is not helping the cause as far as soccer goes, by the way. Uh, we are back at the football field, uh, and Joseph is talking to Coach Sowers. He goes, Coach Sowers, I think – what's my best Joseph? Um, Coach Sowers, I think there's something wrong with my helmet. <laughs> he goes <laughs> – <laughs> and he shows, the, he shows the helmet to Coach Sowers. It's got a big-ass crack right down the middle of it. I mean, the helmet is just destroyed. And he goes, then get over it and do the helmet test. Put on the helmet and run into that brick wall. He goes, yeah, right. End up with headaches like my mom. And he goes running off. That he should runs kill off me. To the soccer but when he team. runs, he literally runs straight to the soccer deal, rips his deal off, and he just jumps in and he just, just starts, starts kicking doing the ball. It, man. Just starts which doing he's, it. Which he's a uh, pr- premium athlete. Yeah. Do you <laughs> think that uh, he, he becomes a pro athlete in his future? Do Joseph? You think, do you think that he becomes a pro athlete? Or? I, think, I think Joseph probably peaks in high school also. And lives in a trailer park guy. the rest of yeah, his life. I think he's yeah. probably that guy. I think he founds out that John Redcorn's his dad, and he goes and lives in the. He goes on a spirit journey and Maybe. takes a bunch of ayahuasca in the in the <laughs> wilderness. Steps off a cliff. Yeah, something. <laughs> uh, so uh, uh, Sowers yells at him because he's now yelled. He's now run off to the soccer team, and he goes, "You're going the wrong way. Hey, put your helmet back on. All right, you big baby, I'll do it." And so he puts it on and runs his head into the wall and goes, "Ow!" and just falls over backwards. Yeah. Uh, now we are, uh, back at the football field and Hank is driving up he gets out of his car and goes, what the, and he looks out onto the field and the coach has literally gone off a cliff here. He, he is now in his convertible car, convertible Cadillac car, Cadillac car. uh, and he is chasing kids down on the football field in the mud. Oh, you're talking about the drop top, the drop top Pontiac Buick Man. Cadillac Man. motor vehicle he's got that big square body out there just doing donuts he goes what swinging the? it around that's crazy that he would do that with that well, car the, the coach is in it's there classic. yelling and he goes you little panty wad you think you're ready to play for the wolves again what the is wolf, a panty wad the wolves eat razor blades for breakfast run you bunch of pudgy butted softies run with your fancy sneakers with the pumps and valves your little lights on the back that can set off a seizure but what do you care i ran around the world in a, in a pair of chuck taylors for the love of pete <laughs> That's a hell of a diatribe right there. But what is a panty wad? Is a panty wad a uh, like a wedgie? I think or, a panty wad is a wedgie. Or is a panty of wad like a pad? I think it is a wedgie of panties. Yeah, a wedgie That's the way I've always understood the panty wad. I always thought That's a panty wad was like uh, they're talking about like a pad. No, nah, well, like, I mean, I guess it could be. It's like it's like a wad of cotton. I guess it could in be. A pad. But whatever. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. That's I've never, I always thought it was. I always thought it was weird. Like, why would you have a wad of anything yeah, in your panties? I've never really dissected the word panty wad too much. Um, I just did. I, I literally just I just googled <laughs> define panty wad. 
I like that he says that they're they have little lights on the back of their seizure their sneakers that set off seizures. But what do they care? <laughs> <laughs> what do you care? Run with your fancy sneakers <laughs> with the pumps. And so Hank is like, uh, I ran around the world in a pair of Chuck Taylors for the love of Pete. <laughs> love of Pete. Yeah. So you see Hank step in front of the Buick or whatever it is and slams his hands down on the hood and he goes, "What in God's name?" And you don't hear Hank say this very often. What in God's name is going, going on, on here? Yeah. I mean, he is irate. He had to ask in God's name. He couldn't ask it. He had to ask on behalf yeah. of God. What the hell <laughs> Sour. are you doing, dude? Sour then says, damn it. You know, I never did like you, Hill. You were a know-it-all and a do-gooder and your teeny tiny weak little girly ankle bone snapped Ooh, in the girly. finals. I like how he And you lost me state. Right Hank, Hank is pissed, and he's like, I oh, lost you, I, State. I'm the one who got, got you to State. state. Yeah. Sorry, Mike. No, no you're, you're fine, man. He goes, uh, He goes. I wish I had never dragged you out of that shoe store. Damn it. That happens every hey. time. I don't know why. Hey. Sorry about that. It's, yeah. it's noon. That's kind of nice. Though. Yeah, that's a, that's a noon wake-up call. Just in A case noon wake-up call. That's just in case I sleep just past noon. No, I never sleep noon. past noon. I just like <laughs> to know when it's 12 o'clock. I, know, I like to know when the day is at its midpoint. Sure. The day is at its peak. I have an alarm at 5.32, so I'll know when it's 5.30. The day is at its peak. Do something. Uh, okay. So he says, I wish I'd never dragged you out of that shoe store. Uh, and then uh, there's a kid in the back that... He's in the mud. Poor kid. He goes, are we done yet? And Coach Sauer looks at him and goes, why, you precious little candy ass? And he gets back in the car, starts revving it up, and he is literally going to run these kids over. Yeah. But he gets stuck in the yeah, mud. Yeah, he's bogged down. Yeah, he gets stuck in the mud. And and then you see Hank come behind him with one of the big Gatorade things and, and just whacks bust him, him in over the back the of head. the head. Yeah, bust dude, him over the head. Like. Dude just passes out. So that's the, guy the already, maddest I've ever seen Hank. That's the maddest I've ever seen him too up to this point. So yeah. uh, this is another Whoop. one that people forgot then because remember when we had the episode where we talked about Hank whooping someone's ass? Yeah. And we said the only ass whooping they had ever really gave anybody was Jimmy Witcher. Yeah, it's true. And then everybody was this like, is, oh, but he did something else to somebody else. Well, this is a second instance of Hank hitting somebody. That's true. But remember, this isn't an ass whooping. An ass whooping is he was chasing Jimmy Witcher. Oh, and yeah, no. Consistently putting Legit. his foot to his ass <laughs> he was, multiple he was times. Literally yeah. kicking, kicking him in his the ass. ass crack. Yeah. Uh, and so, uh, Hank, Hank says, uh, he, he hits him over the back of the head with that thing. And the kid in the mud says, I think you hurt him. Hit him again. Just to make sure. <laughs> just to make sure. Yeah. They didn't like him. Yeah. No. So, uh, we're now at the game and Hank is taking over the coaching duties since he have knocked the uh, coach out. Uh, and the kid looks at Hank and says, uh, what do we do? Assistant coach Hill. We're playing the wolves on Saturday and we don't have Joseph or your kid. <laughs> yeah, or your kid. <laughs> he says, haven't you kids ever seen Rudy, a little fire plug of a never say quit at Notre Dame? I think he died of cancer after the big game. <laughs> okay, Rudy did not die of cancer after the big game. No, he didn't. And uh, go ahead. And by the way, he was a motivational speaker or something, right? There is a big debate that a lot of that movie is not true. Oh, yeah. So if you go online, there's there's a good article by ESPN that talks about Rudy and how Rudy says he met Elvis and all this other stuff that happened to him, and a lot of people are like, Rudy, I think you're full of shit. Well, I think that most people with the name Rudy are probably full of shit. <laughs> I'm not putting that blanket out there, but all right. Or, uh, or at least or, or, or at least uh, dudes who paint their heads. Sure, people that paint their heads. Uh, he says, never say quit at Notre Dame. I think he died of cancer after the big game. 
he goes, all right, hands in the middle. God bless America on three. One, two, three. God, God bless America. America. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I died on that one. That was Which great. Which I love that. I wrote out God with like 17 O's. I'm going to make that my ringtone. God, God bless America. America. <laughs> the next scene we see, um, we end up with Hank talking on the phone to Bill. But before we see that, I think this is the first time since the first episode we see the skyline of Arlen. Like, yeah. we see the water tower and the whole thing, you know. We see the whole layout, which is kind of cool. Uh, then we go into Hank's house. Hank is on the phone with what we find out is Bill because he says, well, I wish you had a woman too, Bill. <laughs> He's <laughs> like talking to Bill. But Hank is putting on that white shirt and the tie, and he's looking like Sowers. You know, he's looking like that prototypical coach. Uh, and he says, oh, hang on. Hill residence. He goes, Hank, Coleman Lucas. Just need your fax number so I can fax over Bobby's soccer diet. Fax number. Soccer diet. <laughs> he goes. I don't know what the, I don't know what the hell soccer diet is. <laughs> he goes. We don't have a fax or a fax number. Oh, well, just give me your email address and I'll attach it. He goes. Yeah, uh, it's football is great. Soccer is done. Dot com. Goodbye and slams the phone <laughs> that's down. <laughs> that's funny. Soccer is done. Well, that's com. a time. Well, that's at a time where that joke would be just like oh, yeah, utterly earth shattering, hilarious. Yeah, it's not as kill. funny anymore. But that joke then. That's the dot com era. <laughs> Literally the boom of the dot com era. So uh, then we cut over to Bill. Bill is still on hold. Yeah. Uh, Bill is taking this time to inspect his armpits and smell them to see if he stinks. Uh, we are now back at the soccer fields. We're in the stands with the soccer moms, the snotty soccer moms. Uh, and one of them looks at Peggy, uh, or Peggy walks up and she goes, hey, 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 doing a fat Albert imitation, which even at this time was out of place. I mean, it was out of place. It was, it was old as the hills and was nobody it? Was is going to, yes, nobody is going to look at you in, what is this? 92? Right? No, it'd be 96. 96? Oh, it's 99. Oh, shit. Then, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, you do forget. Okay, so I just had to double check. Now, I know uh, the movie. Well, no, there wasn't the movie. There was a, re there was a I'm pretty sure, yeah, it was 1997. Mm. Fat Albert came back to TV. But that was before so, this. I mean, it was after this. Was it? Yeah. See, he just said this. Was, you, wait, when did you say this was? 99? 99. Oh, well, maybe so then. I don't know. I just always thought Fat Albert, after its first run, was never like a big oh, deal. Oh, never mind. I don't think. You know, it was think, never like I a big deal. I think my information was wrong there. Well, yeah, actually, I remember, uh, if you remember right, uh, 2004 was the Kenan Thompson movie. Yeah. They came out with the Kenan Thompson yeah. movie then, but that, again, that's not 1997. Kenan so. Thompson, what a prolific guy, man. I mean, he has been oh, so Oh, yeah, his, much. Uh, the fact that his career oh. has lasted, like, he literally started out as a sketch comic. Yeah. As a child sketch well, comic like, and continued like, on with it. He's funny. He I think is the longest running person to ever be on SNL. I he's believe. really been on SNL that long? He's been on there like 16 years or something. He's probably been on there he's 16 been on there years forever. He's been on there a while. He's, he's still been on going there forever, too. No, I know he's yeah. still on there, but it's crazy to think that he's had the longevity. Like he oh. beat out like literally like the guy's hilarious too because stars. like on snl he's the guy that always breaks and it's just why was so he never funny. i just don't understand why he never got like he had a tv show for a little bit yeah but he was never or like don johnson was his father-in-law he's not like big like <laughs> you know like chris rock big or nothing i don't like know that. man I, guys. I would put keenan thompson up there with almost anybody because i mean he hosts the emmys he hosts you know all these award shows and stuff I mean, oh, the guys like yeah you know he's like royalty after good at this burger point. yeah after tv good royalty burger, yeah. you know I just don't understand why uh, Kel didn't get as much love as he did. Um, I don't know. You'd have to ask DJ. He Jazz probably wasn't Joe. as funny. 
Well, DJ Jazzy Jeff, he made a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, but you'd have to ask him why he wasn't oh, such a big yeah, deal. Yeah, is what yeah, I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, I got you. He has a Twitch channel. He actually streams on Twitch. Again. DJ Jazzy Jeff. Again, I don't see Will Smith on Twitch much. Nah, so, if he saying. did, it would probably it probably break the servers. <laughs> just slapping. They had uh, well, they had Drake stream with the. This is years ago, a few years ago. They had Drake uh, stream with the Twitch streamer. Known pretty much by a lot of people, Ninja or whatever yeah, his name I is. Ninja. He uh, he had Drake. That's what made him big and famous. Really, was having Drake. Mm-hmm. And then there's a, a guy that's kind of new. His name is Aiden Ross. Mm. His uh, he played Ninja M- Two. He played uh, NBA Two K with LeBron James's son. Mm. And LeBron James's LeBron James came on. Bronny. like yeah. Bronny had the phone and handed it to LeBron James while he yeah. was live streaming, and that yeah. that's how he blew oh, up. Oh, I'm sure. Oh yeah, he gets averages like. 80K to 100K people watching the stream at night. Yeah. Crazy. So she comes in and does this very outdated uh, Fat Albert impression. Super outdated. <laughs> at this point, yeah, super outdated. 1985 was when it ended. So. And then the the soccer moms being very snooty. So, uh, oh, Peggy, that's a lovely sweater. Um, see, you don't have to look dumpy at a soccer match. Which one's your son? Man, what a... What a backhanded, shitty way to say something. Yeah, that's rough. And and Peggy feeling the feeling the love here. She goes, "Well, my husband Henry is bringing him in the truck." Henry, is that Hank's real name? No, his name is Hank Rutherford Hill. You don't think his real name is is Henry? No, it's Hank Rutherford Hill. I would. It's think. Hank. Are we sure? No, she was trying to. She was trying I know to be she's fancy. trying to up him. Yeah, she's trying I, to be uppy yeah, and trying to be fancy. She's trying to trying to keep up with the Joneses, so she changed. But Hank. I'm saying, have how we, country is? Hey, well, what's your husband's name? Hank. No, she. But Henry. He, have we ever seen his? Did we ever see his birth certificate? Uh, I'm not sure. I don't. I don't know that 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 would be lore for somebody I, to go dig for us. But I'm pretty sure that she's just she's just trying to be funny. Now I'm pretty sure it is. It's it's just Hank. We I think we see it when he's no. We do see it when he's we learns he's born. He's a Yankee in, in New York. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, the one yeah. I you was referring to. Well, you see his ID that. too yeah. in that episode where they mix his gender up. All right, and they put him as a female. <laughs> I just think it would be funny if his name was Henry all along, and this is the only time it ever gets mentioned. Yeah, that so, would be funny. One of the snooty moms says, "Uh oh, you mean a sports utility vehicle, not a pickup truck?" She goes, "Well, well, yes, it's red." That, that doesn't prove anything. Yes, hey, it's hey, Peggy, red. But okay, that whatever. Doesn't say anything at all. <laughs> Hank pulls up in the truck with Bobby. Uh, Bobby, being a good sport, says, "Beat those wolves, Dad." He goes, "Sure, sure." Uh, and yeah, Bobby's starting. You can see Bobby's starting to lean back. Yeah. he's kind of like starting well, to lean towards the fence again, and, and Hank, not sure what he Hank wants to be. Trying to be nice, but always canceling himself out. Says. Uh, so you have a good soccer game and beat those uh, fluffy puffs or whatever. Yeah, yeah, fluffy. <laughs> and Bobby puffs says, "Dad, they're called puffin stuffs. Like that's any better?" Isn't that a wasn't that a TV <laughs> show, Puffin Stuff or something? It was HR Puffin Stuff. Yeah, HR Puffin Stuff. He's that was uh, like a puppet, right? Did you know that HR Puffin Stuff is your friend when things get rough? Oh no, I didn't yeah. know that. Well, thanks. Uh, He's your I friend that. when things get rough. I might, I might HR Puffin Stuff. Was he, he a can't puppet? do a little because he can't do enough. With, like an open mouth, like one of them. He was a full. He was a full body puppet. Oh, a yeah. full body puppet. And they had a magic flute that talked, and the kid yeah, would blow into the magic flute. You know, I think a lot of these like TV show creators were on a lot of. This was Sid and Marty Croft, so they're the same guys who created McDonald Land with all the creepy McDonald's characters and stuff. Oh, they created the like. They created all the of the Hamburglar all and all that. Oh, I didn't Every know that. One of them. Uh, they created all of these. Um, Sid and, and Marty Croft, and then they they sent them to mcdonald's mcdonald's says no we don't want those and then mcdonald's uh uh uh, copied them used the characters sid and marty croft uh uh, sued mcdonald's and won 
And so wow. if you ever want a really good story, look that up sometime. The Sid and Marty Croft well, story is great. Well, so the McDonald land. So you're saying that uh, McDonald's plagiarized their concept yep. and yep. then the boys went and sued them. Yep. Well, how do they end up Absolute with the mascots Lutland. now? Did they sell that to them eventually? They or they bought the rights out to they them. Bought yeah. it, they yeah. bought it right out, and they've changed them over the years. You yeah, know? yeah, they look like different. If you look at the original Hamburglar, he's terrifying. Oh, yeah, and they eliminated the professor or the who used to be fan, a sorry. thing. Um, they invented Gross. Birdie when they started serving breakfast. The McDonald's lore is actually really interesting. I've watched that documentary about but, the actual restaurant. But Sid and oh, Marty, the banana splits, they had something to do with yeah, the yeah. Sid and Marty Croft were banana splits. The McDonald's character, McDonaldland's character. H.R. Uh, Puffin stuff, Lidsville. Oh, the Bugaloos, um, Wonderbug. Bugaloos, Wonderbug. Electric uh, Woman Electro and Dyna Woman Girl. Woman and Girl, which is one of my favorites. Um, yeah, they... they um, Dr. Shrinker was one of my favorites. Also, I remember telling my mother we had to cut it short on garage sales one Saturday because I needed to go home and watch Dr. Shrinker. Oh, yeah. Well, that's all like a... Land of the Lost, also. Oh, yeah? That's them, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's your friend when things get rough. He can't do a little because he can't do enough. Uh, so we are uh, back on the soccer field now, um, and uh, the coach is saying, good, get a good stretch, extend. And he's talking to all these kids about doing their high kicks and stuff. Uh, and uh, you hear the snooty moms back there in the stands going, I know it's bigger than the other SUVs, but it makes me feel safe. I mean, if I have an accident in that thing, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to live. And then under her breath, Peggy is just like, Peggy is not part of this crowd. She's like, I am here for my son. I am here for my son. She's trying to convince herself not to say anything, not to get nasty. Yeah. Another one of the ladies, well, for me, it's all about convenience. Mine's got everything from headlight wipers to heated seats. Peggy, that is enough for Peggy. She breaks and she says, oh, well, well, in that, you know, my butt is either warmed in my car seat or covered by my sweater. I have to keep it at optimum temperature or I could die from mild discomfort. Uh, oh, and you know what else would just make me die if by some mistake I paid so much attention to my child's game that maybe I raised my voice? Oh, I would just die. Or or I would if I got stuck with a bunch of losers who couldn't recognize a dead-on perfect Fat Albert impression. Well, I would just die a thousand deaths. You know what? I've got a football game to watch. And she throws that sweater on the ground and just storms off. Then she comes back and goes, oh, that would be men's, picks up the sweater, and then she walks off. Uh, we are at the soccer game. And um, Bobby is like, go, Joseph, go. Uh, and the coach is, slow down, Joseph. We've already got the tie. We don't have to hurt anyone's feelings. See, this is this all comes from the kids' soccer stuff. Yeah, here, yeah, yeah. You know? But this is Joseph steals the ball. He blows down the field. Bobby is over on the sidelines blowing dandelions in the air. Uh, and uh, Bobby is – he has come to the point where he's had enough also – he goes, why don't we just give him the dang ball after the coach says we just want a tie. Uh, and so uh, finally, Bobby just says, screw it. He looks over. He sees the the football game taking place. Yep. They're getting their butts handed to him. Whooped. Uh, and it is currently uh, 13 to nothing Wolves over Cougars. Uh, as he's watching, uh, the Cougars or the Wolves score again. So now it's 20 to nothing. Uh, it, you see the see him kick the the extra point. Bobby's just like screw it. He uh, he he grabs the ball. The coach says to him, "No hands. You're not the goalie." And Bobby's talking to the rest of the team. He goes, "Come on, y'all. We were all Cougars once. We're getting our butts kicked over there. I for one have had enough of this dang lawyer ball. Lawyer ball. He finally <laughs> called it lawyer ball. <laughs> lawyer ball." And Which I don't understand why he called it lawyer ball because wasn't Hank referring to lawyer ball? Did I know he said lawyer ball before? But was he referring to soccer when he said that? Oh, I'm sure it has to be because it's like 
you know, nobody can touch anybody and everything's No, it was regulated. when it was when Bobby was arguing with him about 110%. Oh, yeah. Quit trying to play right. lawyer ball with me. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, uh, Bobby ends up getting back into his football uniform. I'm not sure where that was or how he got into it so quickly. Uh, he goes over to his dad and says, Coach, I'm here if you need me. Uh, Hank is taken back. He's like, Bobby. He, and Bobby says to him, I'd rather be on a losing football team than a winning soccer team any day. He goes, well, all right, son, you're back. And Bobby says, and I brought Joseph with me. And that's when Hank really parks up. Yeah. <laughs> he says, all right, Bobby, way to go. Uh, get in there. And he's talking to Joseph, of course. Split right, button hook on two. That was a good strategy, bringing Joseph back, Bobby. Stick with it, and you can make a good coach someday. <laughs> Bob yeah. Bobby's like, hmm, I still want to wear my uniform. Hank's like, um, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. And whatever. then Bobby, putting a button on it, says, and a cape. And a cape. And a cape. And that's He'll it, be the man. only coach with a cape, yeah. We go to credits, and uh, the next thing we see is Peggy going up uh, during the credits. She goes back up into the football stands, and uh, she's back with uh, all the all the ladies drinking beer. Yeah. Uh, she said, woo all right, go Cougars, go. Kick some wolf tail. Uh, and they're like, oh. Well, well, well. Yeah, here comes Peggy, Peggy Hill. Peggy Hill coming and, back to football. And that lady has a beer mustache. Yeah, Wendy tossed me a beer. She looks at her and goes, uh, Wendy – and then she says, fuck it. She says, uh, toss me a beer. And then uh, she ends it with a big old burp. Well, you know, Mike, we talk about alcohol at uh, children's sporting events. Yep. Uh, we live in a, a society in Texas where if I don't know what's in your cup, I don't have the right to ask you what's it's in true. your cup. So, it's true. Yeah, there's a lot of sporting events where I've been to that I've been privy of people drinking alcohol. As an adult, I've been to places where, you know, the mom will have a a, 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 a cup full of, you know, a coffee cup yeah. full of yeah. white wine. Oh, yeah, or, sure, sure. Uh, a coffee cup. You know, the coffee cup as this is, where I could, this could be full of hooch right now. Sure. Nobody would know it. I don't uh, care. Besides by this. Well, you don't yeah. care either. Yeah. I don't care either. But I, I don't drink and drive. But uh, they hide them in these coffee cups. They go to their Starbucks. You know, they polish off the Starbucks. Mm -hmm. And then they, sure. you know, pour whatever they're going to pour well, in there. Well, you put a little Sambuca parties. in there. A little Sambuca, yeah. yeah. All Is right. Sambuca like kombu kombucha? No, nothing like it. It's coffee-flavored liqueur. Oh, Sambucha is coffee-flavored. Sambuca is coffee-flavored liqueur. Yep. Uh, well, the, where I come from, they put uh, Bailey's cream yeah. in their coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bailey's, a little bit of Bailey's. Sambuca, all those kind of things. are. You're, you're, it's your morning yeah. alcohol. You know? you're, you're, <laughs> yeah, you're it's your morning, morning drink. Uh, okay, or, or, so, or you could drink a slow gin. That's true. You could drink a slow gin, I guess. Um, whatever a slow gin is uh, i just heard it in uh it was uh prince harry was talking about drinking alcohol with uh the queen mother for the first time slow gin and, fizz uh, is uh um, he said the queen mother always had uh, a slow gin i love i used to love gin uh a mother's so ruin then we uh we get the credits and uh then the final thing we hear is coach sour saying take us all tablet there you go all right you want to tell them where they can find us yeah, you can find us at B-W-A-A-A-K-O-T-H everywhere. I have a link tree set up for you, so it makes it a little easier to find all of our links. L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash B-W-A-A-A-K-O-T-H. You could find all of our links there. That's our YouTube uh, our Spotify playlist, which we are going to modify, we're going to set that back up. Like we we we've been busy. Mike's been busy. I've been yeah. busy. So we're going to get back on track and give you all the content. We're going we to try to refine some more content. 
Again, if you have any ideas for content, oh yeah, uh, we're open to all ideas and brainstorming, especially sessions. for Fridays. Yeah, uh, yeah. If, if you guys would be interested in a group brainstorm session or a group chat session where you get to interact Ooh, with me and Mike in a we group do setting, one of those. yeah, 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 I've like been thinking Zoom about call. it. Yeah, like a Zoom call. Yeah. If you guys want to, if you guys are interested in that, reach out to me on any of the social media platforms. That sounds uh, fun as hell, I'd and we could set that up. And, uh, yeah, just reach out to me anywhere. You can reach out to me on the email, B-W-A-A-A-K-O-T-H at yeah. gmail.com. Yeah. You can reach out to me on the Instagram, the Twitter. Uh, the Twitter. I think I'm about to dissolve the Facebook. The Facebook doesn't get very much traffic or anything like that. So if, if you are somebody <laughs> we'll who, keep it around. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you're yeah. somebody who uses the Facebook or sees the Facebook, yeah, let us know. post stuff, put stuff up there. Yeah, I, I really please. want to, like, I get, uh, that's the, the, the least amount of engagement I get is off Facebook, and it's the place where the most human beings actually are. So uh, all you guys are telling me is that I told, Twitter and Instagram is where the traffic I, is. I days. told my grandmother to go to Facebook. But uh, she died about 15 years ago, so she didn't know. Uh, my 90-something-year-old grandmother uh, has a Facebook. Oh, really? Or did at one point. I don't think she yeah. has one anymore. Yeah. She doesn't. She uses uh, WhatsApp to communicate with the, with the states. Yeah, well, because we're, you know, we're hey, across the land. I WhatsApp. Can't, you, can't, you, you can't text by phone number with them. You have to use WhatsApp. Oh. But, uh, she, I mean, she, okay. she gets around the technology. Well, I mean, good. She, she's been, uh, she remembers the uh, being 12 years old. Uh, when World War Two started, so wow! Listening to the bombs and stuff outside the house in it's Manchester, scary as hell, man. yeah, crazy stuff. All right, well, thank you guys for joining us. We yeah, really we appreciate, appreciate it. it. I know this is probably a little bit of a longer episode, but uh, well, we're trying to give y'all something. You know, we, we put we, a lot of work gone. into it. Yeah, yeah, we've, we've been, been gone, gone and uh, so. kind of not gone, but not in the mindset that we needed to be in. But yeah, uh, we hope that uh, you guys uh, enjoy the episode and uh, continue to enjoy our content. The numbers show one. that y'all do. So it's a great. We appreciate one. everybody. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's it for us. And last thing to say is take a salt tablet. <laughs> no, Wimitanye, y'all. Wimitanye. Wimitanye, indeed. This has been a Rogue Media Podcast.